That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let me guess. It's late Thursday night. (gasps) I knew it. And you, you downloaded the show. How you doing? I got the heat cranked. Got a nice big blanket on me watching TV in the living room on the sofa. Talking to you. Mm-hmm. Oy, oy, oy. I'm going to do the, you know, the pre-show, you know, this what I say, the serious part. I think I'm going to start just doing that separate. Um, it went so long today. But Paul F. Tompkins was very nice in helping me deal with the same thing I've been trying to deal with forever, the whole, well, you'll hear it. I don't even want to say it. But it's the same thing. But I needed to do it. But it's it's done for a while. You'll hear it. You'll be like, what did they talk about? Some people are guessing. Yeah, the just the words, I don't you know, the whole thing. Don't say this, don't say that. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking exhausted. But it's okay. I explain myself. Um what is Todd talking about? We talked about not using the word retarded again. All right, there, I said it. And I get a little exhausted because I feel like it's trying to teach someone two plus two is four, and I don't mind that they're having difficulty learning it, and I'll be patient. But when they fight me, it gets me a little pissed off. But... I get it. It's my job to take a deep breath, and I get it. I do get it, but that's what we talk about today. Because I always think, like, well, I I say it. You'll hear me talk. I bet enough I talk. (laughs) Now I'm talking about it on the opening, apologizing for talking about it on the show. So enough with that. That'll run its course. Um, Other than that, next week is, oh, 
Next week is Eddie Pepitone. What? Pure silliness next week. No pre-show. Just boom. We turn the mics on. Back to, you know. I'm going to not deal with serious. I call it serious. It's not that serious. It's just like social shit that I want to talk about a lot. But I'm taking a break from that. Not forever. Not forever. Just for a little bit. So Eddie Pepitone's next week. And Paul F. Tompkins was this week. Man, Paul's the best. He really is. Before we go on, I'm like, do you mind talking about this? And uh, so it's like an hour pre-show. And then we start the show. I call it the pre-show. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. But uh, next week we're going to have Lyricist Joe. We have some stuff we didn't even get to this week. There's so much good stuff from Lyricist Joe next week. Stuff we didn't get to this week and this and that and all that. So you're great. Um, And I'm proud of you. And you're special, and you're nice, and your face is cute, and your your uh, other adjectives that whatever adjectives you want, that's what you are. Alrighty, everybody. Okie dokie. You know what I want to do? Go to Disneyland and stay over. I think that's going to be a lot of fun one time. I have to get permission from my parents. <laughs> All righty. Aristotle, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited for Eddie Pepperton. I have to scream. Ah, Eddie Pepperton. Ah, the better Buddha. Ah, it's so loud, but it's so late, but I don't care. Ah, Eddie Pepperton, I hope no one can hear me. I know I'm not recording right now. Ah. Wow. It's like he moved five feet away from the mic and just screamed. I'm doing great. God, that was amazing. I mean, you really screamed. Wow. You are doing good. All right, roll on the show. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I need a band for the DC Improv. It's like the second, third, and fourth of April. Like the first... Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of April. And if, I'm sure most people know. It could be like keyboards and drums. It could be just keyboards. It could be keyboard and guitar. It could be, you know. But if you live in D.C. and uh, you would want to do that, you would have to have Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night and be able to do it. But I would love to have you. It pays a little, not a lot. Um, please email me. Todd Glass Comedy, and 
we will get in touch and we'll talk. But I would really love to have, like, could be, you know, there's many, like I said, I just, you know. Okay, now roll in the show. Hurry up and email me, though, about this band thing. Come on, let's do it. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hello. <laughs> Take it just easy. So hey, take it easy. Like, uh, jumping in front of the board like it's the, he's the Secret Service agent. And the well, board I'll is the president. I'm not done with my analogy. And the board <laughs> is the president. Are we taping? I did it. Check, Record. Check, what do you check, do? Check, ta- check. Ta- recording. Ta- edit out. I said taping. People think I'm... I know what you're doing, Paul. <laughs> check, check, check. <laughs> Somebody Todd said... Gla- <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear our new intro? Sure you do. Sure you do. Okay. All right, listen. Check, check. Okay, everybody check, check, calm. Check. Everybody calm. Can you can you, uh, make sure you're fine? I'm I great. just feel like... Can you, oh, God, I love you, Aristotle. Do any, Aristotle does anybody just inter- straightened his, his computer out, which I would never ask him to do, but the fact that he guessed is, ador- is, 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 is adorable. Oh, thank you, Paul. And I'll shred those as soon as we're done. Of course. Is everybody nice? And then shred the shreds. Shred the shreds. Yes. And then we shred the shredding machine. And then I have a shred. Sh- Do you know I have a shredding machine shredder? No. Yeah, because after you shred shit, you got to shred the shredding machine. You feed the whole shredding it's machine. A, it's a, I'm not lying. Potato salad. Thank God we have a safe word. I realize for new people listening to the show, somebody said, now I'm getting confused. Is potato salad the new safe word? Todd, who would be listening to the show? <gasps> Oh, how dare that you? That came out. That's not the way that I meant it. That doesn't seem that's like That's not that. the way I meant it. That's not the way I meant it. No, what were you going to say? You were going to say that. I was going to say, did anyone ever call you Stotts? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. As a bit, Andy Peters, he's the guy who recognizes someone and then drills them on that you don't remember him, even though it was 30 years ago. So he right. goes, I go, he was doing me, and I said, no, do Aristotle. And he, he went all the way over there. He goes, Stotts. You know, and I was like, I love it. So on the phone, I always go, hey, do you mind if I call you Stotts? <laughs> Last week, I asked him if, if he had his kazoo. I go, did you bring your kazoo with you to the show? And he goes, what did you say? You go, you go it's always on me. So he goes, it's always on me. Like a real trooper. All right, let's roll in the new, uh, the, the new opening. Yeah, I want to see if it's any good. I think you're going to like it. Well, we'll see. I think you are. <laughs> I hope I will. Oh, crank it up. It's going to be Paul F. Tompkins is here. We'll tell you why Jen Kirkman is not here in a little bit. Let's do the opening. The Todd Glass situation. A bunch of lies about my personal life and a bunch of true stories about my 30-year career in stand-up comedy. Please welcome the program. The very funny Todd Glass. Oh, proud Mary breathes a little. Hi, Todd. It's Barrett. Mark Barrett. Nah. I don't know what I got to do to get on your fucking show. No. 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 Leave me alone. Wow, I guess this is like a professional show. People want to do it. The official Don Rickles historian, Todd Glass, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Paul F. Tompkins is here. fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever again, because we're done. Wow. This is exciting. Hey, it's Zach. Uh, uh, Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Go, go, go do Letterman. What are you bothering me for? Veteran comedian and podcast pioneer is with us and now best-selling author. Todd Glass, how are you doing, Wow, Tom? Norm MacDonald, by the way. So that's the new part. Well, no, here, here comes the new part. Oh, oh, I think there is a new part. Is there a chance you didn't listen to the show in the last few weeks? Be honest. I hope you didn't, in the last three weeks. Uh, 
I have. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. might not be new then. It, All right, keep David going. Feldman. I'm Jewish. Why is he calling? I, it's never, I know. Yeah. Who cares? Why don't you was, call and tell me you're Jewish? That was unrelated to the podcast. He Thank you. Called. Am I wrong yeah. about that? No. So I'm right about that. He didn't mention the podcast at all. All he did was say I'm Jewish. He's one of our favorites. He's making his 68th appearance on the show. The son of Maureen and Paul Glass. Todd okay, grew up in a small really town outside intro. Philadelphia, a town that knew nothing oh, you of don't show miss business. A beat. But the popular Conestoga High School student had a revelation. While hosting the senior now, class variety show three years in a row. He loved to perform. The early pause, this. Pause, this. pause this. I don't want, or, I don't want or, to hear Or stop it. Just pause the, the, it. Stop or, it. Or, or like never start it again. The, it seems like the chief difference okay. is that you put, I'm listening. I'm a learner. Okay. You put Proud Mary under the 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 sound clips. Yeah, we don't always. We change. I, I have right. the clips with no music so I can change it. I don't know if I'm crazy about that, that piano music in the background. No, this is a bad idea. Thank you. Because yeah. I thought, I, Paul, to George Carlin, yeah. I, I, I thought soft. it's not really. Thank you. Jake's agree. Enough yeah. thank yous here. But I don't like because, it either. Because, you know, in the early days, you had the weird circus music. It's like. And you think, like, what's going to happen? Anything could happen. Now it's like one piano. Yeah. It sounds like shit. <laughs> it sounds like shit. Todd. Well, can I tell you something? I know you're maybe comedying it, it, it up a Am little. Am I? Oh, because t- I'll tell you what, Todd. Oh. I'll tell you what. Good. There's people that downloaded this, and, and it's for free, and they've okay? never heard the show before. Okay, but you know what else is free? Okay. Sorry, a slap to... in the face. Hey, but Paul, you're listening to the Todd Glass Show, America. Huh? Now what's this? What? Oh, what? This is a real show. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Oh, sure. No, we're not going to hear all of them, are we? No, no, pause. Okay. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> I, re- I genuinely got worried. I'm going to cut. <laughs> that we're going to hear all the same sound clips. All right, so listen. So we, we don't need to play the the intro anymore. We, we agreed. Yeah. I was. I People have already stopped listening. By the way, to George Carlin, I appreciate that you told me that that piano music didn't work. Because you're right. It, there's. By the way, we have used music that works. But you it's not what? that. Yes, that piano music could work with a different intro. Yes, if there was a voiceover. If there was a guy that was like, "You gotta get ready to hear the Todd Glass." Can, show. can I play the music that the betting we used last week? Just oh, tell me if you like it. I see how you trap people. No, <laughs> I see now. All right, let's get to so the it's meat like of the Tom show. Sawyer painting the fence. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> what is the name of your uh, your? Uh, Oh, no, I don't want to do this yet because it's Ooh. going to be such a fun bit. <laughs> it's going to be Abbott and Costello, and you know when I ask you the name of your show. And I, I cannot yes. wait to fucking milk the it's fuck out of great. it. It's going to be great. But before we do our pre-show, I want to tell you that— Before we do the pre-show? Yes. What a, is this called, then? This is the pre-pre. That's why these other podcasts are nervous. You're yeah, nervous, Todd. You're yes. breathing down their necks. Because they're like, Jesus. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. I play in the room like that. You know why? Because people at home can tell the difference. It's not <laughs> the other way. Is like this. Now with now when we're playing clips of Don Rickles or a clip, no, it's not good through the house. But for that, play it regularly. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. But sometimes you have a guest, not you, because I've always gotten a lot of respect from you. But you have a guest, and they're sitting across, and you think, oh, they forget what show they're on. They need to hear it in the room to fucking... The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Do you find it loud? Do you find it loud at all? Yeah, they need we to hear We all have headphones on. It wakes them There's up. There's eight people in here all wearing headphones. <laughs> Let's yeah, start with this. Headphones. 
I know, but it's not. It's louder with the music in the room. No, I know it is. It's better, but it's louder in the headphones too. Oh, we'll take the headphones off. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Paul <laughs> Tompkins is our guest. All right, I want you to be comfortable, and I never want you to have to do anything you're not comfortable doing. You know, you do other podcasts. You sometimes you you fake laugh or something. I don't want you to do that with me. <laughs> you you asked me to wipe down the countertops in here. No, I. How is that comfortable? <laughs> you know, I'm your, I'm your guest, and you're like, hey, Paul, would you mind? Wiping down the countertops in here. They got gunk. We had pancakes before Paul, we got here. your question. There's syrup all over. Are you, you – I'm being totally serious. Yeah, let's You're go. always pretty even-spirited. Like, no, that's not true. It's not true. It's Honestly, okay. it is not true. But when you come here, you are. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I always feel like you're 100% here. Like I think, do I just luck out every time he comes in? But you always seem present. You don't seem like you're heavy. You no, know what I'm saying? T- I'm being totally serious. I know you are, and you want to know a secret? Ooh. Fond of you. <laughs> I'm well, happy to be here. I always have a good time here. I'll take that. But I, I, I get it. I get mad at everyday things, at dumb things. I get I have an anger problem with just stupid things. Like murder. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, I hate that we have to deal with this, but I'm not I don't want to deal with it without you. So let's get this out of the way. Yes. And then um and then we'll – there's so many things that I want to talk to you about, and then, um, and then we'll get through this. This is the part. And then, first of all, let me say this. I got – you know sometimes you, do, you only talk about the negative tweets or the emails, and you say, well, the reason you don't read the positive ones is because it seems self-indulgent. Yeah. But I think something – And the negative like, ones stick in your mind. They stick in your mind. Yeah. They probably – but it's not that they bother you more than the joyful ones bring you joy because I've read an email – you know, when I wake up in the morning sometimes – I don't want to tell you my morning ritual, but I get out of bed – Involves a lot of oh, jingles. Oh, go on. <laughs> Mostly jingles. It's not that interesting. It oh, there's nothing like... Well, Jake's right. There's nothing like if I wake up... I wake up at 8.30, maybe 8.45, 9 o'clock. Must be nice. I get out of... <laughs> I get out of bed, and I, uh, I'll, like, go into the bathroom, and I'll put some water in my hair, like, you know, look, make it look good. You know yeah. what I mean? You wake up with the bedhead. Yeah. And you're like, hey, what if I want to go out and get the paper? I want to look good. I got to at least smooth my hair down so I don't look like a crazy person walking down the street with a Napoleon hat on. Thank you. You're welcome. So I, I do that, and then I sometimes and I get back in. I, I sort of, like, throw the blanket over the bed, clean it up a little. Then I get back into bed, and sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll listen to some – I'll read some emails – if, if Joe sends me jingles, that's the best way to wake up. All oh, those jingles, they get me excited. Um, but then I'll put some – and then I get back into bed and I sort of just stay in bed for like 45 minutes reading some emails. Just I feel good. Put some cold water in my face. Maybe uh, get, a, get some orange juice. What, what was I telling you about? Your morning ritual? Yeah. It seemed like you were right in the thick. Oh, <laughs> and then sometimes I'll read an email and sometimes they're just so nice. They make your whole day. They like – so – but so they do. They, it's not like I go, well, you, you, the, the, the ones that bring you joy really do. So this mm. is somebody they sent Fun Dip. <laughs> and your name is uh, Brittany Desmond? Spears? Brit- <laughs> <laughs> you buried the lead on this one, Todd. <laughs> What's Br- that? Brittany Desmond. Brittany Desmond. You, your card was so – it made me feel really good. There's nothing like I opened up some mail and she wrote a card and then somebody took the time to like – Cut out these things and make this cool flower and put my name on it. And let me tell you something. If you sent it, I don't know what people do when they get to the point where they can't. I, I can still, you know, my manager sends me everything and I read it. And I think mm-hmm. people probably get to the point where they can. But then I think, ah, that must suck because something just falls on deaf ears. But I get it has to sometimes. Me, it doesn't. I'm not bragging about my career. But um, this was very sweet. And I really appreciated it, Brittany. It was really cool. And then I opened up another one and it was from... Uh, 
from Bill. So I think you both know that Bill, uh, this one got, they both got sent on Valentine's Day, and they were the kindest, warmest, sweetest cards, and, and, and um, it, they did not fall on deaf ears. They were it's that, very nice. Yeah. So anyway, that goes over there. Homemade cards. Yeah. You do not see that every day. No, somebody was cutting things out with the scissors, and they placed them on. Of course. And the re- reason I read them is because you go, well, you only read the negative. Why not, when something's kind, read it? I didn't read the letter. It says, I'm, you know, like Gandhi, but what the fuck? Anyway, they said it. I don't fucking believe it. Wait, it was addressed to Gandhi, but you got it back? Nah, they said that. But that's a funny character. The guy who thinks he's not going to, they said I'm like Gandhi. I don't know. People don't fucking know what they're talking about. The guy said I'm like Gandhi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here, I'm going to... I'm going to put that there. Does that guy genuinely, is he genuinely just, like, he doesn't realize I think he's full he's of bragging? shit. He's full he's of shit. full of shit. He goes, ah, so they wrote me a nice letter. They said, I'm like the next Mother Teresa. And people don't fucking know what they're talking about. Mother Teresa, she was going to compare me to Mother Teresa. Look at look at this. People Magazine, sexiest man alive. I mean, come on. Hey, guy just got a haircut, I guess. What am I? What am I? What was Sunday? No, it was that flattering shirt I was wearing. Don't hit the mic. Oh, oh I like uh, that. Please stop. I'll take it. Okay, so here's what we're going to deal with. I thought about the other day, and by the way, this opening, how long are we at? 18 minutes, but three minutes into the series. Okay. So here's what I want to do quickly. I, I, I don't know, know how you gauge that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing, but I trusted him. He no, seemed, oh, you certainly he, did. He seemed to have like, a formula. Great. Like, Absolutely. he gets it. Like, yeah. Three minutes into this. Well, so you agreed to it immediately. By the way. Like, good, right on track. Well, because guess what? I think he might be right. We, we, we might have been doing the opening, but it wasn't all serious. So he's like three minutes of serious, probably about whatever the math would be, the rest. Three minutes of listenable content. Thank you. And that's yeah. what I've always wanted. Three minutes of listen. It's 3-M-O-L-C, my friend. What's that mean? <laughs> three minutes of listenable content. Jesus, how do you do that so quickly? I don't know how quickly that was. <laughs> well, it was quick. I feel like I really struggle with that one. <laughs> Usually this is a thing I can do very fast. You know when people say like, one. oh, I-S-C, and then they go, uh, you know, I right. can't, I have to, oh, it takes so long for me to do this. Todd, those. we've had this conversation before I on don't... this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I think you do it good. When you said people do that, that's me. Yeah, like for me, it's got to be like... Um, Todd brought out a pen And he's writing on a piece of paper He's still writing Thinking about it No, doing those I mean, it's, you know It's W-I-H-F-M you know, Well, it's hard for me But listen <laughs> <laughs> I needed why, to write that down Why would it, like an acronym or whatever Include well <laughs> Oh, I forgot what this one was already And I just wrote it To George Carlin <laughs> W N W I M. Y N. You know why? Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Listen. Let's not continue this. <laughs> yeah. Let's not. I didn't eat that pot Jolly Rancher either. I've had nothing but a, 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 a nice adult beverage. Sure. One of my Jimmy Pardo. What do you got? A little uh, bourbon, yeah. a little bourbon fine. and Coke. I did have a little bourbon and Coke. Yeah. All right. Let, let's get this and out. And you of the treat way. yourself nice. It's good bourbon. I do. You know what? I do? can I tell you why I buy it just for the bottle? And then you put cheap bourbon in there? No. How dare you? What's <gasps> I think you told me that. <laughs> That's what people do. That. No, I do that with milk. But not cheap milk. You buy like store brand milk. No, I but buy. you put it in a name brand container. I buy. Not, <laughs> even... You get like Vaughn's milk, put it in a Horizon jug. <laughs> no, I buy not cheap milk. I buy regular milk from the stu- supermarket. It's just expired. <laughs> 
<laughs> a special shelf. Somebody once told me that they were making dinner at their house. They go, I like when they say things are expired. They go, you got probably two weeks. I go, oh, great. We're going to eat your food now? Thanks. I know the way you ignore expired labels. Let's sit down and have a, jo- a joyous meal, you fucking idiot. I still have to ask my wife every time if there's something like that. Like, does this mean, <laughs> does this mean it's, it's too late to eat it or it, it, we bought it at, before this date so it's okay? Well, when do you decide that? Like, I made soup on Sunday. Ooh, I know how to make soup. I got to open up a can, Ooh. and then I pour the stocking. I'm too I good for Oh, it's like Bible time. I <laughs> use different spoons when I'm eating it. <laughs> I put a placemat on it in case I throw that in soup on the table. Ooh, clam chowder, boo. I murdered my dad. Yeah, he was super dead. Let's get this. Some people would say, why talk about what we're going to talk about? Because I need to. And it is the ever la- it's, it's the never ending. And before we started the podcast, and we're going to deal with this, and then we're going to take a break, and we're going to have so much fun today. But I'm being, to George Carlin, I'm being honest. And by the way, for people that listen to the show, to George Carlin will always be our safe word. There will never be a new safe word. So when we say potato salad, if you're a new listener, that's like, it's fun to go, hey, I'm using our safe word, potato salad. It's ne- George Carlin. I should make an opening that explains that that way, because I get someone being confused. They're like, wait, is potato salad the safe word? No. Oh, to George Carlin, to George Carlin will only be our safe word. By the way, I saw Kelly Carlin's one-woman show about her dad, and it was unfucking believable Now, are you mad that she called it to George Carlin? I thought that was a little bit wrong. Right? Yes. Yeah. So here we go. TGC. What's that mean? To George Carlin. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that's good, too. I liked it. <laughs> See, here's how it take long it takes me. I have to go, of course I liked it. Oh, <laughs> C... <laughs> I, O C I L I O C I L I. Yeah, <laughs> of course I liked it, and I think I got it wrong. All right, listen, LG already. Let's go. Oh fuck! I swear, in that little bit of time I did that, I was hoping you'd say, "What's that mean?" And I could do it with like an aloof attitude. LC, uh, let's go. Let's let's LG. Oh, all right. Listen, I have a problem. All right, I'm not okay. So yes. I thought about uh, – I don't want to lose listeners. I don't want to lose listeners that genuinely like you, but they go – because I felt that way about maybe certain acts that I really liked over the years that I really liked. But I was like, oh, stop doing that, please. I love everything else about you. And, and I do worry about that. But then I get emails that say you talk about it until you're in blue in the face because that's how the other side gets people to believe shit. They talk about it and they talk about it. And the answer is, when do you stop? When do you go, all right, I, I agree with you. I think that people... My ride's here. My ride's here. Oh, My ride's here. My ride here. So, so it's no big deal. Oh. MRH. <laughs> I beat him once during re- getting ready for the show. I say rehearsal. But it... What's this? Oh, my ride's here. You do have to celebrate it. My ride's here. 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 My ride is here.
so, 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 I would hope that if thirty years ago something was being debated, that there'd be the history of me talking about it till I was blue in the face. And they go, when do you stop talking about it? When do you go? I think the people that say, Todd, I agree with you. I really do, but enough already. I think you might agree, and I doubt that. But if you do agree, how about the person out there that's going, oh, my God, I don't want him to not represent me. I fucking agree. But I, and there's certain people going, I agree, and I love that you talk about it. We know they exist. I want to say that to calm people that maybe want to email me and go, Todd, I get those emails. You talk about it till you're blue in the face. But there's another group that they might go, no, we agree with you, but enough already. I think if you agree with me, and I think there's a good chance – you don't understand still how important it is because mm. in your circle of friends, you don't do it or whatever. So I'm going to say, when do you st- how do you decide when you stop talking about it mm-hmm. till it stops? I would hope. And if you had something that was bothering you in therapy and they said, you've been talking about it for two years and we have to stop it. But he didn't change his behavior. I know. And the therapist goes, but you've been discussing it in here for two years and I'm just... I agree with you. He shouldn't say that to you, but we've talked about it for two years. No, the therapist goes, we talk about it until somebody changes their behavior. Mm -hmm. So that's why, no, we talk about it until not it's completely gone because it will never be completely gone. But until and I tell you what, when people write emails, I think sometimes they write emails. I get it. And the one person, let's start with this person first that wrote an email about the um, when I say on the show and they did not attack me. It sucks to shed behavior, and I thought maybe this is one. I don't want to just write it off. By the way, just because someone tells me to stop doing something, it doesn't mean I'll stop doing it. I might go, no, I'm right, and all we go to the same thing. Well, how do you decide? I just hope history makes me look okay. There's behavior that someone might tell me to stop, and I'll be like, no. I I listen, I read it, and I read it, and I might go, no, this person, I perceive this person to be wrong. But someone will go, who the fuck are you to decide? I'm not. I'm not. If I write, if I read somebody's email four or five times, and I have you read it, and I go, no, I don't think they're right. You might go, well, then I've decided I'm right. No, no, I've decided I don't agree with them, and only history will tell in 20 years whether we look back on a show like this and go, man, Todd, remember Todd? And he was pretty open minded, but he wrote that one emailer off. Whoa, he was way off base. History is the only thing. So now I hope I make educated guesses. History tells the facts. So that's why I read every email. So the first one was about don't use um, when I say, what are you, a mental patient? Yeah. This is a guy named uh, uh, Alexander. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, Todd. I've been a listener to the show uh, all the way over in New Zealand for the past year or so, and I love it. I really appreciate your stance on correcting language and evolving as a person. One issue I have had, though, is that when someone has written or said something stupid or something that could be perceived as crazy, you occasionally say that they sound or are acting like a mental patient. You take such a great stance on the word retard, and I'd love for you to apply it here and maybe mention it on the show. Mental health is still so stigmatized in modern society, and mental health patients are widely misunderstood. They can vary from people with mild anxiety and depression to those deeply disturbed by schizophrenia, but they are all individuals and have their own unique stories. To denigrate them all as a group of crazy people by using the term mental patient as a derogatory term does not do anyone any favors. I'm not a mental health professional, but I am a psychology student hoping to qualify for my doctoral training in clinical psychology. I apologize if you have already addressed this. Anyway, keep up the awesome. And what's his name? Alexander. Alexander? You're... you're, you're I think he might be right. 
I don't. I wouldn't write it off. I, I, I no matter of no. fact, because uh, let me tell you. But I'll tell you why I like that email. And then I will shut up, obviously, mm-hmm. because I'm glad you're here to help this. But help me with this. Um, my instincts were to go. Oh, uh, but that's I go. That's everybody else's instincts too. Changing behavior it sucks sometimes. And I thought, like I said, only history will tell tell who's right or who's wrong. I might blow someone else off, not blow them off, but not change it, and then history will make me look wrong. But with this one, I went, Todd. Don't make the mistake other people make, like going, oh, come on. I think they're right. I, I don't think you dismiss it out of hand. You know, this is this is absolutely a conversation worth having. I had a, um, uh, a situation similar to this where I, on Twitter, I think I made some joke and I used the term brain damage, right? And somebody took me to task for it. And said that's real. That's an ableist thing to say. You are you are uh, being dis- you are discriminating against people who have brain damage, and it's very serious and all that. And I I had a really hard time with that because to me the idea of using a term like that is the reason it felt safe to me and why I I didn't think twice about it was that it does cover such a broad spectrum, including. Very minor things, you know, and to me, like the context of my joke was, um, you know, speaking as if I to me, it was like speaking as if someone had just been hit on the head with a brick. Right. That's like this thing that I wrote, you know, Um, and this person really took me to task for it. And I thought about it and thought about it. And and I didn't come to uh, a satisfying conclusion. I don't know how much I've used that term since then, because I felt like, well, it is such a broad term. It's not like a specific group of people that you are saying you are like – it's not like the word retarded. It's not like you're saying you are like this medical diagnosis. It's – you know, I guess brain damage is a medical diagnosis. You know, I felt like that's, that's different than singling somebody out for their race or because they have a specific problem that we all agree on. This is the problem. Like if you use the word retarded, that word came from a specific thing. Brain damage, mental patient. These are terms that, that as this guy, as Alexander says in his email, covers such a wide swath, you know, that it, it, that's when it becomes tricky. And then you do have to use your judgment and say, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, you have to say, I'm okay with using this term or I'm not okay with using this term. And that's when things change. You know, um, I, w- I would say probably eventually we will not use terms like that at all. You know, oh, well, I don't know. It would be nice to think that there's a future where we don't talk to each other that way or we don't use terms like that. We it, use- also, it also gets difficult in the context of comedy when you're, you're putting on a character in a way that in, in your daily life, I don't know how much you're calling people mental patients seriously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I totally understand where he's coming from, the idea of stigmatizing people with mental health issues, which we still do in this country. Mm-hmm. And That's why people know, keep so many things yeah, secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, I think we're basically at the point where we go, my ears are wide open. And, mm-hmm. and I wish I could think of an example. If somebody said this, I'd be like, no, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to change my behavior because somebody might say don't use irony. And yeah. I get I could explain that brilliantly why people make fun of the, why people can mock the Holocaust that we you know, I get that because mm-hmm. but but um, uh, you know what I mean? But yeah, absolutely. But so 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 with that, let me let me just say two things before we move on to the other email. One, I always say this and person really corrected me and I, God, it's like I wish I could get on a 
uh, erase everything I ever said on the podcast and clean this up, but it was a really great note, and you know who you are. I always say don't use someone's being as an adjective and what I should do. And again, a kind email just helping me as a negative adjective. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's the way it's always used. The majority of the time, don't Mm -hmm. go to the 1%. When people say, you know, Jew me down or all those words, they're always negative. And I always go, don't use people's being as an adjective when it's negative. Obviously, if you went, oh, my God, you're like a, you know, don't, 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 uh, don't Jewish me. What's that mean? Oh, it just means thinking outside of the box and really being open-minded. No, it's usually, hey, you Jewed me up. Yeah, you Jewed <laughs> so you Jewed me. I wanted this you really, from. You really Jewed me up today. Thank you. What does that mean? I just was feeling kind of low, and you came along with your centuries of tradition, and you made me feel better. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm always looking to Jew people up. So, so that's so. I should say, don't use it as a, don't use someone's being as a negative. It's a negative. Don't use it as a negative. It's a positive. Who's going to give a shit? Obviously. Yeah. Which I also and, and hold that thought because I also think a thing um, that's part of this and part of any kind of name calling that you do is if you either have in your mind a specific vision of the thing you are calling someone or you know it conjures a specific vision in their mind. So when you use the when you say someone's being retarded, do you know what I mean? That's that there is a gradation there that's different than mental patient. If you're saying uh if you're saying retarded, you're kind of calling to mind a very specific idea whereas mental patient is like it's such a broad umbrella that I don't know that everyone agrees what that is. But other derogatory terms that you use, people kind of like we all agree on what that what that there's mental no gra- picture there's, is. There's there's not a gray area. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah, if yeah. we're willing to say, and we're certainly putting this, I would say even more than a gray area, Alexander's letter. We're yeah. putting it into like, I'm going to probably be taking that out of taking that out of my vocabulary. Yeah, but it, gray area because it's easy to do so. Yeah, but but not everything. I get why people try to hold on, even though I don't agree. And the other thing was, I always say this. Maybe I didn't make it clear enough. I go, I always say this, so I know people know I'm a comic first, and th- and then we'll get back to the to the uh, to the conversation about the word retarded. But I just want to throw this out. Um, when I always say uh, comics could do anything they want, what I mean is the topic isn't off limits. Nine mm-hmm. eleven, cancer, nothing is off limits. But your attempt at it or your that might be done shittily. But no one ever writes it off because I do. I think everything on this planet could be funny. Okay? But but when I say that, that uh, someone misunderstood me. They thought I was saying, oh, when you're a comedian, you can say whatever you want. No, 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 no. I think as a comedian, every topic can be funny. Your attempt at making it funny, you might have fall short at it. Well, and that's what people are really complaining about. Nobody whenever whenever a comedian gets in trouble for material and there's this idea that someone's trying to censor ideas and oh you can't talk about this and that's not what anybody ever says what they're saying is this person said something that was offensive it's the way that they expressed it that's yeah. what we're talking about right and if they do it brilliantly does it mean nobody complains well if they do that's we not can, true. We some can, people right complain. right yeah but but <laughs> but but as someone that i deem to think like i'm a comedian so mm-hmm. i believe me the only reason if somebody did a joke about cancer if they did a joke about 9 11 i'm not writing it off unless it's like well no that's not you know but if it's done brilliantly yeah there built there will be people that complain but maybe go all right well yeah i hate to say it yeah. again i just go back to this Wait, so Todd, are you saying you are going to d- decide wh- where you dismiss when people complain? No, 
I make a good fucking guess, and I go back to my safety thing. Mm-hmm. I always say, then history will decide whether I went, ooh. And I think that I hopefully that I err on the right side mostly. I guarantee you in 20 years I'm going to look back and say, oh, remember I hold on to that? But I hope overwhelmingly, and I don't judge anybody more than I would want to be judged. Someone asked me once about something they did on South Park, and I went, I don't know if I agree with that specific thing, but I can tell you overwhelmingly their presence on this planet is good. Mm-hmm. Just from just from uh, uh, the uh, the Book of Mormon alone, how many people? Not only is that just fucking funny, but you know how many people? I just watched a few clips online a week ago, and I went, God, that's not only funny, that's relevant. You know how many kids probably listen to that or adults? And so so I in, in one area, if I could, if they did something on South Park, and I went, I don't agree. Overwhelmingly, their presence on this planet has been more positive than negative. Right. So so there's that. Now read the last letter, then we'll take a break. This one. I will be I felt the same way you did Paul. Mm-hmm. I felt like let me say this first and then you'll read it. If you're looking is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. But let me let me say two uh two things to close up the last thing. Um I when somebody says something, when a comedian says something that is deemed offensive by a lot of people, what it comes down to and, and especially for me and you who uh know the you know, we know what goes on behind the scenes. You can tell if somebody's really trying to make a point or if they just want to stir something up. You can tell when the audience is laugh when the audience is laughing whether they're appreciating a bit of satire or whether they have blood in their mouths and they're like, "Yes, please take down that group of people. We feel the same way you do." There's a feeling, you know, and it's and the problem is it's it's amorphous. It's like you can't you can't say for sure this is what you were thinking when you said this. You know, you just have to you just have to treat things on a case by case basis, and eventually, uh, society as a whole turns their backs on people that they deem are not helping things out. Right. Right. Well said. As far as uh, as Alexander's letter goes, um, yeah, it's 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 confusing for people who mean well um, and feel like, oh, mental patient is that, that's not the same thing. But I will tell you this. It makes me think about it, and oh, it makes me Paul. think, hey, I might be full of shit on this, and I might have to you, really you, – you I'll it. never think about – I'll never use a term like that Without and thinking. not think about it. You, Paul, you said exactly what I'm thinking yeah. because let's face it. There might be another email we get where we go, no, no, no. Here's why that's okay. We didn't do that to that. But I agree with you with this next email. I'm going to say something before you read it. I would also like to know – The popping since, since I've <laughs> – Oh, I thought that's what you were going to ask. That's why I jumped ahead. I would also. I thought. Well, I had the hiccups, and I asked somebody to scare me. <laughs> so I hope that's okay. Bump, bump, bump. I lost it, man. No, no, I no. I want it. you to get it back. I lost my train of thought. No, oh, no. I, I would hope uh, that as someone who has uh, suffered with depression myself, I get a pass on mental patient. I'd love to keep saying it. You know what, though, but you don't. Uh, oh. Because because I'll tell you how. I'm gonna, Alexander's I'm, trying to protect me from people like you. No, yeah, well, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> um, I, I used to think that, by the way, and then we will move, we'll, we'll read that. I used to think um, that, you know, if you say, oh, well, I'm black and I'm all yeah, right yeah. with that word, you could be wrong. And I will go to myself and use that as an example. I used to decide, and, you know, can you be gay and not have the last word? Yes. Those groups that understand with, whether it's glad in this situation. I remember when I was younger, now I, I'm gonna, obviously I'm going a different way with it, but I'm going to tell you the thought that was in my head. And then obviously I used to say, no, that's okay what Howard Stern does, or that's okay, it's a joke. And, guess, and I'm gay. Could I be wrong? 
Could I be wrong? I'm gay. Could I fucking be wrong? I'm gay. Give me a fucking get out of jail free card. Yes. Absolutely. Because as a 19 year old, I didn't understand that those jokes that were maybe somebody, you know, that they I didn't see the path to the pain. My new favorite expression. So. By the way, I really yelled that word because it was in a bit more than I ever had before. But I didn't realize that that joke that seems fluffy and light. And it's no, and I, as, as, as I was thinking, that's okay. Like, I'm, I'm pretty authoritative on it. And if I'm saying, no, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. They see the way, way that type of, that might just be a joke. And like I said, I will go to this all the time. That, the, the Rob Bartlett joke from 1985. We, you know, oh, we all live in a yellow Coupe de Ville. Right. I could absolutely someone going, oh, my God, it's a goddamn joke. 30 years later, it's just a, it's just oh, a yeah. song. We all live in a yellow Coupe de Ville. But now with time passes, we go, no, it's yeah. just... And by the way, Paul, we know those audiences sitting in the comedy works were not stupid. These were educated people, but they're what I call the 90 percenters that if you said, really, well, you know, what it be, what it be, it's the Black Beatles. Mm-hmm. Come on. We can't laugh at each other. 30 years later, we go, oh, that perpetuates a lot of hate. Yeah. So there probably were some black people that went lighten up. Maybe I don't know why, but, you, but they all, were wrong. Absolutely. There's all. Well, here's the thing. They're they're not technically wrong because. You can be okay with something that has no bearing on society. Let me interrupt you. You know what I mean? Maybe you're okay with it because you don't. Because I know how I feel with the jokes I said were all right. Right. Because again, I call it the path to the pain or the path. Because you don't see how that adds. It's more destructive. Right. Than you think. So you're okay with it maybe because you're not as educated as the group that studies how this really does hurt people. Here's here's another point though. Whether you're okay with it or not is not the issue. The issue is, uh, in a broader sense, is society okay with it? Is it hurting society? So if you're okay with it, that's great. That's irrelevant to what we're talking about. You know what I mean? It, it, it speak, it's one person speaking as an authority. I, I, I think very seldom is one person speaking as an authority in that instance, like a black person who's okay with a certain black joke saying, all black people are okay with this. I think that by and large, those people are saying, me as an individual, that doesn't bother me. And they take things on a case-by-case basis, right. what does bother them, what doesn't. That's a, that's a totally different thing than um, – and because – here's the thing. It's never, it's never the, the, the person that's a member of that group. It's never a, member, uh, you know, a certain race, a certain religion, whatever, that's saying, oh, everyone should make these jokes. It's always somebody saying, hey, my black friend doesn't have a problem with this. Do you that know is what I mean? Maj- oh, that is the that's majority real, that's of the That's when that example comes right. up, is when somebody else is saying, oh, no, 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 I, right. I, I have a pass on this because I have a black friend who's cool with this. Right. So it's fine. And, and again, I go back to my key phrase, history will tell the truth. Back then, 1983, guarantee you there might have been some people that went, it's just a song parody. It's not a big deal. 30 years later, I think most educated people would say, uh, I could see why that was not just a cute little fluffy song. <laughs> so then come current and think, what are we doing now? That's how I live my comedy life going. I remember what I thought back then. Come current. What it's are a, we doing now? Because it's, it's not going to be – it's not going to be uh, – I've said this before. It's the difference between ignorance and knowledge is that if you were ignorant 30 years ago, you didn't – none of us thought that way. You know what I mean? Coming from – like you and I, I coming from know. where we came from, surrounded by the culture we were surrounded by – at that time, at that point in history, it, it just didn't – like you – the things that you had to do to be offensive were like so extreme. Yeah. And there was the casual, everyday kind of 
uh, uh, stereotyping, racism, right. sexism, whatever that was going on that we just were immersed in. And we didn't, we didn't think know. About it. And we, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a song, fuck yeah. women, they're stupid. <laughs> women should be held back so they're fucking dumb and women are yeah. stupid. And no, so we thought it wasn't that. But guess what? Now, when you look back on some of the jokes, That's you're like, it, like, it does sound like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so so, the danger is if you don't go, okay, I'm a fucking blithering idiot if I don't go, I'm sure the same thing's happening today. Yeah. So go through with a fine-tooth comb. If you don't want to make those same mistakes, you made them back then, you get out of jail, get out of jail free card. I don't want another get out of jail free card. I just want to go, okay, it didn't seem so hateful then. What could I be doing today? Just listen and learn. Okay, so you know? this other letter, let me just say this. We'll read it. We're going to take a break. It's going to be all silly. Okay. Um, but I will say this about this letter. Can I say it before you read it? I wish you would. <laughs> Todd, I've been dreaming of this. This letter to me, and, and I thought if you spend this much energy – and I'm going to say it first, and then I'm going to hope I re- you read it and, I, and my, my, my memory is correct, because I read this letter a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But this is my memory of it. If you spend this much energy, you found a few reasons why not. Can you believe Madison? Wow. She I guess she doesn't hang, care. She can't hang. She can't um, hang. Her bladder is like a thimble. <laughs> um, if, you, if, you, if, if, you, if you find a reason that it's okay to use that word or any of those words, you know, gay or Jew me down or, 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 or you know, NRIG or, you know, uh, use uh, – if you find you, – you, this person to me seemed like they were searching for a reason why to say it as uh, uh, if there was one reason why to say it and you found it, I hope you're not looking for a relationship that way, meaning instead of finding – the 50 reasons that this person is maybe great for you, you find the one reason that they're not. Yeah, you're, you're grasping for – you're just yes. grasping. And, and you know, well, but why don't you try to think of the reasons not to do it as opposed to – and this person, I agree with you as you said off the air. They look like they're talking from a place of authority. I, and, they, and by the way, if they're listening, we'll say their name or mm-hmm. just their first name. You know yeah. who you are. Yeah, yeah. And you go inwardly. You didn't write this letter going, I'm not sure. You're pretty goddamn sure that you fucking – you read that email four times and you went, I, I figured it out. Yeah. And I thought, you didn't. I've cracked the case. You cracked the yeah. case. And by the way, again, I'm going to say it, and then if I say it one more time this show, you can hit me. Who's right? Who's wrong here? This person thinks they're right. I think I'm right. History. Let's, uh, let me take care of myself so in 20 years we'll read this letter again. And, I'll, and by the way, who knows? Maybe I will hold on to this. Ten years from now, we're going to – what's this gentleman's name? His name is Marcus. Marcus, we're going to hold on to your letter. And then in ten years when we read it, history will either go, oh, my God, Todd, you were way off. This guy made a lot of sense. And by the way, I even think in the, the person reading this or wrote it might look at it that way and go, okay, no, 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 it's not what my opinion is now. It's not like I think this and you think that. No, 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 no. Twenty years from now. Read this letter. We're all more educated. We're all more open-minded. I know we want to think the world's getting dumber, but they're not. Kids are smart. 20 years from now when you read this letter, until then, we don't fucking know. It's my opinion, his opinion, and I leave it at that. 20 years from now, read this letter. Who, who, who was on the right side of history? Marcus says, Dear Todd, big fan of your stand-up and the Todd Glass Show. I've been listening lately, and the word retarded has become a frequent topic of discussion. I would like to add to the discussion, but first I'll concede that I'm not an expert on the subject and have no authority with which to speak. Well, I would say you probably shouldn't write any more after that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know what he means. If that's, oh, I do too. I'm not authoritative on it either, but we, we, I know what he means. My position is that the word retarded is blunt and insensitive in certain contexts. However, I do not agree that the word retarded can be compared to bigoted slurs like nigger, Jew, or gay. These slurs make reference to and denigrate entire groups of people, and you can certainly say that retarded can be used in such a way, but there is one key difference in a perfectly equitable world I would be willing to trade places with any racial group or with any member of the LGTB community, but I cannot say the same for the mentally retarded. Would you trade places with them? I suspect not. There's nothing wrong with being black or gay or Jewish. Blacks aren't inherently lazy. There's nothing inherently lame about being gay, and all Jews are not greedy. But there is something fundamentally wrong with the mentally retarded. It may be insensitive. In fact, I'm sure it is. But people who are met that's him, him, by the way, not me. That's his parenthetical. But people who are mentally retarded have mental or motor deficiencies, and it is these deficiencies that are referenced when you, for example, call your friend retarded for drying his balls with a hand dryer in a public restroom. Let's be honest. How sensitive are we supposed to be when hurling insults? Can we stop? Can we take this? Because this is this is a lengthy letter. I think that's. Can you do um, me a favor? Rece- it was received at three twenty-two a.m. Pacific time. The guy lives in Minnesota, so it's safe to say uh, the guy was maybe in an altered state when he was writing this. But right? do, can you do me a favor? Sure. Help me understand what he was saying in very basic layman term. Whether we agree or not, first get it clean. What he's trying yeah. to say. It seems as if what he is trying to say is that. Uh, with uh, a race or a sexual orientation, uh, because these people are able-bodied and they can walk around no problem, they don't have any sort of mental deficiencies that make uh, 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 just everyday things difficult for them. So he agrees uh, that retarded is wrong. It, he, he agrees that there's a fundamental wrongness to retarded people. That, that, that we should not use that as, as, to describe it as an as a, as a, as a adjective? He's saying that that's what makes it okay if your friend is doing something that you think is weird. Uh, that's why it's okay to describe them as retarded, because retarded people are people that um, have something wrong with them, and so it's okay to use that as an insult. But he's saying, but it's not okay. He could see why he would not use the word "gay" as a slang. Well, there's, a, there's a, you would trade places with a gay person because they don't have a physical or mental deficiency. I swear to – am I wrong? That's his point, right? Yeah, yeah. But can I tell you, Paul, when I hear that up to this point, and I will shut up. As you've seen, I've done this show. And listen, that's somebody my first instinct to say is – and even though I know what it's like to not want to shred stuff we don't have to shred. There's the uh, shed, shed mm-hmm. ver- verbiage we don't have to shed. And you, if you can't explain to someone brilliantly why they're wrong, you're not helping the cause. It just go up. Oh, but my instincts are to go – are you exhausted from holding on to that? <laughs> Are you exhausted? Like, you, you, but go ahead. Go and he ahead. actually, in that first paragraph, makes the point why you should not use that word. Right. right. Yeah. And you said you you stopped specifically when he said when you're hurling insults. That I remember even how off- sensitive are we supposed to be when hurling insults? Well, maybe we don't have to insult each other. We could give that a try for a while and see how it works. I bet no one would miss it. Right. If we didn't constantly if we didn't have to come up with uh, these hurtful, insulting things to say to each other all the time, because people 
the w- one thing that seems to be a, a, a recurring thing in this kind of debate is that people act like, well, you got to say mean things to people. Can I can I interject I mean, you here gotta. real quick because I think this will help people. Yeah. When I'm explaining a comedy club and they don't have a second mic on stage and I want to go. Yes. Yeah, I, I get it. I think people now that are listening, hopefully be like, OK, Todd's on the and I want to ex- express something and I want to, you know, and I want to show like, you know, throff. You know, I get what they mean. What words we do need vocabulary. So I think it's not that we don't want to – I hope when I insult people, I've said this. But again, only history will tell. I hope that I'm fucking punching the people that need a little awakening. If right. I'm slapping someone verbally, slap the right goddamn group of people. I'm not ready to say there's not a groups of people in this world that don't lovingly, affectionately need to be woken up with some goddamn crass language. Wake the fuck up and realize you're not on the goddamn right side. So if that needs to be done sometime – what is the language we use? Because I agree, we need language. How about this? If you see your friend doing what's some a safe word weird that's... thing? Here's what you can say: What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you thinking? I think people get that. Are you thinking? You, How about that? Are you? Having, did you think yeah, that through? You're, you're having a negative reaction to their behavior. What are you doing? So when I'm complaining about a comedy club, instead of saying mental patient, I can go. Did you think this through? Yeah. You have For a comedy sure. club. Sure. And there's, did you think it through? Did yeah. you think it through? <laughs> I don't have to go. What's a group of people that don't think it through? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like when they used to say, you know, same thing with Jew me down. It tells the truth. No, no. Jew me down. Well, well, because what? What do they do? Catholic you up? Yeah. You know, so so that's a shitty joke. But anyway, um, so you just so there's nothing wrong that you want vocabulary to help you express yourself and some. But you don't need to pick the but group it's of not, people. It's not a noble cause. You know what I mean? It's not like this guy. This guy's trying to write a poem. He's talking about what am I supposed to do when I want to make fun of my friend? You know what I mean? But I, and I, have, a point, I have a point to make about that, too. Um, again, I think context is key. I would never suggest using the word flippantly in situations where you might hurt someone's feelings. I don't think I have to say this, but anyone who calls a mentally retarded person a retard should be beat in the head with a brick until they themselves are mentally retarded. In the same way, you would avoid using the adjective crippled near somebody in a wheelchair, i.e., my fantasy football team has been crippled by a series of player injuries. I'm sure that cripple offends some handicapped individuals, but I don't see any movement to curb the use of the word outside of directly insulting the disabled. That's not true. Words like retarded or crippled describe groups of humans that are genuinely afflicted and should not be used against these groups, but they can also be used in a benign way. I don't want to offend anybody, but I have to. But you have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> that line. <laughs> and can I say? Can let me say one other thing, and then. This is when, when this he is just said packed with irony. Well, when he just said that like um, to the rafters, I know. And some people would say, Todd, why did you give it validity? Because that has more to do. I get that. There's if, a lot of people that think this way. There's a lot of people that think that and way. He's very close. He, he's very close to being he's very close to making a, 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 an actual OK point. And what is but, that? Go, well, I'll get to it. But go ahead. Say what what was say. the last thing you were just reading? Because I had something very specific on that. Uh, words like retarded or crippled describe groups of humans that are genuinely afflicted and should not be used against these groups. Oh, oh, oh. You would never go up to a person. Look, this is another thing. I always say you've got to repeat yourself because you want it all close together. These conversations that we have are not about – no one is discussing I'm, – I'm actually defending a lot of people right now. 
to go up to a person. There's a lot of people that use the word um, uh, gay as an adjective that would never, ever go up to a gay person and go, hey, fag, are you gay? They don't they could give a fuck. They're begging you to say, I don't give a shit. I'm just using it. No, no, no. So so we're, we're moving past that. No, no one that uses it. Most people, at least the people I'm trying to change. I don't have the degree to deal with people that would go up to a retarded person and say, hey, retard. And I think the good news is I don't know anybody that is. We're that's, talking. That's never been the argument. That's never, that's been, never the argument. been the argument. We all get that. You yeah. would ne- so we're moving past that. Because no one's going around right, right. calling retarded people retarded. No, not, not. Well, this isn't like to kill a mockingbird times. Right, you know right. what I mean? There might be, but that's not who our focus yes, is. Our exactly. focus is of people that we might disagree yes. with. But are using it as an adjective. Nobody would go up. I know a shit ton of people in the 80s that would never fathom. Not only that, it might make them cry to think about doing it. Going up to a black person and saying, hey, nigger. Yeah. But they would say nigger rig. Mm-hmm. They would say nigger rich. And yes, you have to use the word when you're exposing it. And listen to what I said. They would never. Not only would they not do it because it was wrong. They wouldn't do it for their heart and their soul. Who would go up to a human being and say nigger? They would never want to do it. They would, it, would, it would crush. It would shred their insides that somebody would do that. But they go, but saying nigger rig is different. It's just a, it's just a term. It's a, we've, we've, we, it's a term because you don't. I don't mean it like that. I don't mean it like that. Yeah. So that's what. So that yes. part of the letter, I say, of course. You, but, you, but what he is defending, he's trying to very clearly say, I would never do that. And I'm going, of yeah. course you wouldn't. But no, he's defending. Nobody's saying you would. He's yeah. defending saying, but. Underline it with 20 explanation points when just using it as like, don't be retarded because yeah. you're blow drying, whatever he said. He's defending that. Yes. And we ha- yeah, and I have a yeah. problem with that. Exactly. I don't want to offend anybody, but if you but you have to draw a line somewhere for me, retarded lies just on the edge of crass, but acceptable. Like many other adjectives I'll use, e.g. idiot, ugly, fat. Still, I'll probably <laughs> I like guy, the fat. This guy sounds fun. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, we should, maybe we're done love, reading the letter. I'd love to be his friend. Hey, you ugly, fat retard. Yeah, well, that's those people that go, I'm not going to be able to say anything more. That's yeah, exactly. the conversations the I wonder. Place, if the word place. Still, I'll probably end up offending somebody in the future, but I can't dictate my language and behavior solely on what is offensive to certain people. Eating meat is offensive to vegetarians, but I'm not going to change my diet because I see nothing wrong with being a carnivore, aside from the hard conditions that animal, the animals are kept in. By the same token, I'm not going to show up to a vegetarian convention chewing on a fat turkey leg. Or an ugly turkey leg, for that matter. That's my line that I added. I agree with a lot of what you have to say regarding language and being sensitive to different groups of people, but I, but I don't feel as though I've evolved to a point where I see the word retard as nothing but an abjectly harmful word. Uh, am I wrong to think this way? Sincerely, Marcus. P.S. Please come to Minnesota to perform. You have at least one ticket sold. Now, may I? Yes. The language that you use in private with your friends can be whatever you want it to be. Once you step into the larger area of society, that's when things change. And that's what this is about. Obviously, we, you and I would text each other, say things that we would never say around other people. We both know who we are. We know the context in which we are saying things. We get that we're joking around. When that Sony hack happened and people's emails got you know, uh, uh, published and everything, 
I remember a friend of mine saying, oh, my God, if, if, if the emails of me and my friend got out, people would think we were, like, the most horrible people in the world, you know, because there's, there's, a, certain irony. Around, there's a certain joking around that you do with irony. There's like, of course, and the point is, with you and your friend, of course, we don't think this way. We're joking around in private. But when you take it out into the public sphere, that's when, out of politeness— you mind what you say because it's not about you going up to a person in a wheelchair and saying you retarded cripple. It's about you being around the parent of someone who has someone like that, who has a child who lives in a condition like that. And this person has to hear that so much, so much. And guess what? They have enough to fucking deal with. They don't need people going around just casually dropping these horrible words. The idea is we're a society. And the idea is there are certain very easy rules that we agree to observe to make the world a better place. If you're in in the locker room with your friends, just the two of you, say whatever the fuck you want to say. But when there's other people around, basic human decency asks you to be mindful of what you say. There's a billion words in the English language. They are all at your disposal. If you want to hang on to this one word and you don't want to feel like you've done something wrong, you're being selfish and you're being petty and you're being rude. And I will tell you this, unless that person is lying to be right, if they want to really be honest, look at your own life. Now, if you want to lie to me, I'll never know. So just don't even bother inward going at me right now. Just shut up for a second. Shut and I'm t- and shut up and listen. If you want to bullshit me, I don't know where you live and I don't know your life. So go inward honestly for a second. Take a deep breath. How's life? How's your relationship with your kids? How's your relationship with your girlfriend? How's your relationship with your mom? How's your relationship with your coworkers? I'll never know if you lie, but it'd be a great moment for you to go. Now, I don't mean if you have a problem with one person. There's some pretty great people out there that have an appreciation and a respect for their fellow person. That have a, But overwhelmingly, if you're going inward, now if you're lying to yourself and I'm not in the room, that's a sickness I can't deal with. But if you're able to go, it's not great, actually. I've got a problem with my kid. I have a problem with... Maybe it's bigger than the word retarded. Maybe it's just a decency that if you don't have that decency to not understand this, maybe I don't have the education to explain it to you. But if you look, I think it is. I think you look at these people that hold on to that word, hold not the other guy that have question about it, like, please educate me. But they're like, I'm going to write the essay on this. And I, how's everything else in your life going? Because it's about just respect of your fellow children your fellow man your fellow and i bet the people that hold on to that word with a god damn it you ain't gonna take this from me i bet they're not there in a loving way to listen to their children or loving to listen to their wife so it's probably not working for you oh i wish dr phil would show up at their fucking house and be like how's that working for you i by the way i love that phrase i know you do yeah how's that that's why i said it i hoped it would bring pleasure to your ears now, the ceremony will begin. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, what's what's the? Uh, that's quick. You know what's what's the thing <laughs> we played? Tea. What's the thing Joe made for his show? <laughs> I forget what that is, and then we'll take a break and we'll come back. No, you. Shut up. No, you. Shut up. 
I get it. Now remember, get your kazoos out because we before we go to break, not you, we're gonna do this for you. We all learned it. We really worked Are hard you doing on it this. For me or at me? No, for you. Okay. Here we go. Everybody do it like we practiced it. Play it from the beginning so he hears how good we are. Play it from the beginning. Play it over. Because you can hear we're mimicking the lyrics, Paul. We put yeah. a lot of work no, no, into no, I this. Got it. I got Play it, it from yeah. the beginning. Okay. You wanna, did you want to shoot this? Okay, here we go. I'll turn it off in the house. Your own sound great. effects. I brought my own sound effects. Yeah, I love it. I just, just You're the, the only guest that ever brought his own sound it's effect. Just the one. When we co- <laughs> Jen Jen Kirkman uh, had to cancel last minute. It's totally fine. Who's uh, Jenk Erkman? Jenk Erkman. You never heard of Jenk Erkman? No. From the Jenk Erkman show. Is this a Dutch person? You're listening to the Jenk Kirkman show. I didn't know. I never know what sound effect I left it on from yeah, last I week. No, it's not the one I thought fun. it would be. Life's on. unpredictable, Todd. <laughs> Isn't it? Hello. Hello. All right, let's take a break. Oh, wait, we have a... Is, is, it Jen Kirk, is Jen Kirkman really on the phone? No, 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 no. Hold on. Potato salad. Is that Jen Kirkman really it's on the phone? really... She's calling right now. Can, okay. I, can I plug my phone into the board? Sure. So we can hear her? Sure. Hello, Jen? What are you guys doing in there? Are you doing the podcast without me? Jen, is this... Oh, it is you. Yeah. Well, yeah, you canceled, though. That's right, I did. Have you been... I do what I like. Have you been drinking? Who oh, so what if I have? I'm watching soap operas and loving every minute of it. Oh, so why, why, why are you mad at me? I didn't, I didn't. Oh, Todd. Well, this is a you different Jane Curtin. You sanctimonious creep. I'm sick of your preaching. What, what do I preach? I can't. Oh, I, I wrote that letter under an assumed name. <laughs> I've been, yeah, I've been listening live to the podcast. So what do you, I mean, you just seem so angry, though. I'm not angry. I'm drunk. All right. Oh, is it all right? Well, I, 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 I don't know. Like, what are you fucking high as shit right now? All right, Jen. You I mean, I, you fucking stoner fuck. All right. Let's hang up on her. Todd, will you pick me up? Okay. I'll send an Uber. By the way, first of all, potato salad, that was really Jen Kirkman. I should not have picked up. Wow. I mean, that, I'm Do embarrassed. you know that side of her? I was speechless during that call. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna I've, take, I've seen it once. We're going to take a break. Paul, let me tell you this. Let me tell you a few things before we take a break. So when we come Todd, back, I get me, all these. Tell me three things. <laughs> Number one, mm-hmm. um, thank you for getting helping me get that out of my head. I'm a great guy. You are a great guy. And I saw, and I saw you at Harris Whittle's, um, uh, what do you call that? I don't like to say funeral. Because it's a memorial. A, a memorial. Yeah. And, um, and I thought, like, who's somebody in my life that is like, but I think I tell you that all the time. Because I was thinking of you, and then I thought of Dave Rath, because he's a good guy. And I, thought, I also thought of Tall John. Do you know mm-hmm. Tall John? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I thought Tall John, I went, like, I tell you, I think, a lot when I see you and I tell you here, and I think, why don't we hang out more? But my answer to that is, maybe that's what makes it so special. <laughs> it's someone I fucking love and I crave 
I don't see all the time, so when I see them, I just soak it in. I think you're very good about telling people that you appreciate them. I try, but Tall John, I never mentioned it. And I thought about him the next day. I go, that's a oh, guy. you didn't hear what happened? <laughs> <laughs> do you know totally who I'm talking about? Yes, yes okay, of I course I do. And I, and I saw him there, and I went, he's somebody always Wait, nice. I know, a guy, I know a guy called Tall John who's seven feet tall. Is it? Are we talking about the same guy? Oh, no. <laughs> this is a totally different Tall John. Um but I thought about that, and I thought, uh, and I thought, but maybe that's what makes it so much fun when we see each other that that I, we like each other, but we don't get to see each other that often. It's maybe true. we don't ruin that by hanging out. Oh, well, let's hang out every day. Maybe it won't be so great anymore. It's like Woody and Mia having separate uh, apartments. Is that they true? See each other across uh, Central Park. And by the that way, worked, that worked out great. <laughs> There's not a lot of the, that whole situation. I'm not sure about, but I get the idea of two separate places could be great. My wife and I, before we, right before we moved in together, when we were dating. I ended up getting an apartment across the street from her apartment. We were like catty corner from each mm-hmm. other. And I absolutely 100% am sure that delayed us moving in together because it was an amazing situation. We were so close to each other, but at the end of the, day, at the, end of the night, you could stay over. Your house is right across yeah, the street. And you know what? The, the, um, when I used to get my hair cut up on Sunset at an old-fashioned barber, um, Gus oh, – what was his name? I'm forgetting his name right now. But anyway, he was probably 70, <laughs> and he's been dating the same girl since he was 50. And I like <laughs> – but but listen to this. I like the way he said it because it didn't for an older guy. He did not. He was not sexist. He goes, we both have our same places and it's tempting money. The things we could do. He goes, but you know what? If I'm in a mood, you, you can't make pretend you're, you're, you have your own place. Oh, you're in a mood. Go yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. He goes, me too. He goes the same thing with her. Sometimes sometimes it's with me. If we're not thoroughly enjoying each other. And in harmo- and you know it doesn't mean you have to be giggling, but you're you're harmonious around each other. He goes, we have our own place. Mm-hmm. He goes, and even though he goes, here's the thing, and me with numbers, but this is his phrase. Even though eighty percent of the time we're together, and we're usually at my house, mm-hmm. that twenty percent, and I knew what he meant. It's like, yeah, oh, you 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 want to be in a mood? Go home. Mm-hmm. You got a place. But financially, that doesn't always make sense. But if you had a lot of money, I get it. Like to have two, if like if you had all the money in the world, and I guess if you have kids, there's so many different circumstances. But two people, all the money in the world, and no kids, have What's have, better? have two brownstones. Have two brownstones right oh, next to each me other. And my wife, I can't wait. We're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna have separate houses. No, would you really though? Because no. I don't think separate you would. houses. What's no. your wife's name again? Oh shit! Oh, Paul, this looks horrible. I have it to does, edit it out it? of the show. Please, please edit this out. Oh sure, I oh will. my god, I can't. Paul, be, I would I never. Can't Paul, be Paul, playing, I can't Paul, be Paul, Paul, Paul. Look at my face. Potato salad. We'll edit it out, but let's think of okay. it now. Because I, I, I it like you asked me and it went right out of my head. This is your wife. This think is, of the wedding day. I know. I know. I know. Paul, it'll be five years next month. No, no, you're being. Bum, 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 bum. Do you? I can do see you, her. I can uh, see her clear as day. Uh, do, you, do you, Paul? Take, do you, Paul F. Tompkins? Come on. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, you're being this serious. Is, this is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Jenny? Oh, that's something like Karen. that. Karen? No, cold. Madison? Colder. Paula? Jack? No, that would be great, oh, wouldn't it? I would never forget. Be, if, yeah. if her name was Paula, I'd never forget. Yeah, you'd probably know. Oh, I hope she doesn't hear this. Gabriella? Gabriella? No. Gabe, I can't. No. So nervous. Right, <laughs> it's let's like take two a break. Syllables. Let's okay. take a break. I'm we, gonna look it up on my phone. When you come back, and I'll edit that out. I promise. Potato salad. When you come back, we made an intro for you and Jen, but Jen's not here, so we're just gonna play it's it for you. Sweet. It's bittersweet. We're gonna play it for you. Who needs her? 
Right? No, I do need her. Jen, you need love. You don't need Jen, her. we're missing you tonight. She had a stress. She had a stress. A, yeah. a, a little stressful well, situation. It's nobody's business. We're missing, no. we're missing well, you tonight, I was going to make it everybody's business. But Todd, you know what? You take things too far. I do. You know, oh, my God. I'm a you, rebel like George Carlin. You no, know, you crave ratings. I do. That's what my mom tells me. <laughs> What now, that's an old trick. If anybody ever captures you in their corner, you don't argue. You say, that's what my mom tells me. Then they feel bad for you. It shuts them up. Yeah, you're like, that's what my mom tells me. All right, so how long was that? Does that 15 minutes? How long was it? I'm kidding. Three minutes of real? 40 minutes. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Get out of here. No, get out of here. Take your shoes off. Take and your leave. shoes off and leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're, we're good. We'll take a break. Take a break. And we'll then, be right back with we'll be, more of the Todd Glass Show with special guest, Paul F. Tompkins. Okay. What are we, oh. I'm so mad that music Say it again. didn't come Say right it again. In. Say it again. I'm so mad. No, no, do it again. Do it again. I could not have dragged that out longer. Do it again. We'll be right back with more of the Todd Glass Show. I mean, okay, guys. No, no, what do it again. Doing? Come on, what edit this out. Doing? Jake's stressed out. His grandmother died a year Jake? ago. She did. A year? <laughs> I don't know. I tried to figure The one that called you Jacobs? No, she's no, still alive. No, she's still alive. Oh, that one's still alive. The yeah. other one, the one who used to hide under her dress. And it wasn't pretty. <laughs> for hide and go seek. Oh, sure. Okay, you know this one. Go ahead, do it again. Do it real professional. We'll be right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. God oh, damn my it. God, you're like uh, that, that voiceover actor in his 80s. How dare you interrupt me? Okay, go. Nothing. Who? Who's you know, they picture those old guys. They're like, you know, so they take their craft so seriously. Oh, like the Orson Welles tape? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It wasn't you. It was your friend. Okay, so go ahead. We'll be right back with more of the Todd Glass. Uh, is it too much reverb? Is it, is it on now? Okay, I just want to know when it's on. Mm. We'll be right back with more of the Todd Glass Show with special guest Paul F. Tompkins after this break. Boop. You're better than Lynn. She boop. Sweet up boop. Oh, did you used to scout professionally? Sweet up boop boop. Well, you know what? Don't be honest. Look, I never got paid for it, <laughs> but I was invited to scat on a lot of professional stages by professional musicians. I could tell, and I'm not joking around. I wouldn't joke around with yeah. something like this, but you're very professional. Have you have you heard of the Captain Ortonil? Of course, Captain yeah. and Tenille. They were big in no, the No, Cap, Captain Ortonil. Oh, they, was that a different group? That, that was it wasn't a group. It was it was a guy who would come out and oh. you never knew if he was going to be the Captain or Tenille. Oh no, I never heard of them. Yeah, him. Oh, him. I'm or, sorry. Or her. Or her. You I never, never know. knew if it was a woman dressing up as a man or a man dressing Is up as true? a woman. Is that true? Oh, I thought you were joking. Everything I say is true, Tom. I was playing along like, oh, yeah, sure, I heard of them, but I, or whatever I said. I don't remember. Can I compliment you before you... Uh, sure. sure. Is it going to be about how, what a great liar I am? Which <laughs> seems to be your theme. So wait, so that's not a true story. To George Carlin. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? isn't that a great tool to have? Because in that moment, if I, you would have never known if I really didn't know it or not. And in one sweep, you go, "Oh, he really thinks." I thought that I thought they were fake, and then you convinced me they were real, and then I felt. That I, I was... would love it if someone would make that a reality, though. 
<laughs> if there's someone listening to this, oh, to make that? yeah, if someone listening this, could. if somebody listening to this has some musical talent, why don't you call get get an act going? Call yourself Captain or Tennille, and then the idea can is I, you people, the audience never knows who you're going to be. Can I tell you something? Sure. Nobody would do better silly things with their money than me. So, like when I see a guy like Drew Carey, and I don't mean frivolous. But when I see like a guy like Drew Carey who has a lot of money, and by the way, this is not an insult to him. And he puts just, all his money in bonds. Thank you, James. No, a guy like Tim Allen. Bonds. Why have it worth it? Do you know how much? <laughs> do you know how much money I would spend on, like, just doing things like that? Like, if you have that type of money, you can give a give a sketch group. I'll give you twenty thousand. Perfect this bit, and here's what it is. <laughs> right. And then have shows at your house. Pay them. The, I'd have a stage. They would not feel disrespected. They would just be doing a mock. Sk- you could give money, or like I said, teach a dog. That's a seeing eye dog. I have this joke in my act. I'm not, you know, but but this could happen. Like this would be doable. If you're not doing these things with your money, I swear to God, I want to know what you're doing that's bringing you more joy. But you give a dog to someone that needs a seeing eye dog. But before, when it's done, the seeing eye school dog thing, you know that that version of its life, you yes. know, two years to teach it how to be a seeing eye dog. You send it to the school where it walks up on its hind feet. You give someone, don't tell me there's not a blind person out there that doesn't have a great sense of humor that if they found that out would be like, are you shitting me? Yes, your dog, when you want it to, will lead you walking on its hind feet. Can you imagine walking down the street and seeing a German shepherd or a seeing eye dog walking on its hind feet, even if he did it one block just to get people to, I would take that dog if I was blind. And Okay, so if you had Jim Carrey money or Drew Carrey or anybody, you could have that dog delivered Called to the Carey. Blind Academy, you know, where they're giving yes. it. You know what I'm saying. Blind I know Academy. it's not the Blind yeah. Academy. I sound like a there moron. Might be, there might be a Blind Academy. But, you know, people know what I mean. There How have you a, been? I grew up in, uh, you know, Mount Airy in, in Philadelphia. Of and there we grew up not far from the, uh, the Pennsylvania School for the Deaf. Right. Which was this gigantic rolling campus. And then eventually it was like established in the 19... 19- Tens or something, mm-hmm. if not the late eighteen hundreds, and then it was uh, it was gigantic. It later became, I think, a couple different colleges. That's how big it was. All the, all the and, and eventually, the school for the deaf was like, um, you know, like a house that got converted yeah. into a school. I, I had a school that I saw a school for the deaf once too, and it very confused me as a young child. I was like, what's going on in there? I didn't realize it was just like edu- You know, it seemed like. I didn't know what they did. The school for the deaf. Like they pictured, I pictured hundreds and hundreds of people in the cafeteria. I bet a lot of reading. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play you in? I wish you would. Do you mind walking over there? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, Jen Kirkman isn't here, so we're so that gonna. Means I have to fucking get up. Well, you. Well, no, no, no. It was for both of you. We had one intro oh, for both. I see. By the way, Paul. Yes. Now I'm not trying to. You know, I need to. I feel bad. Like, this is the start of the show. Like, other shows, they go, okay, that's it. We're wrapping it up. Are they serious or is that like a joke? It's sad, those other shows. Thank you. Yeah. So you're not just saying, because, like, I feel like, oh, that the stuff that makes their show, oh, that's our show. To me, that's like, oh, we just had to get that out of the way to then do what you're about to experience that's now. Right. That's right. But the other shows right now, okay, thanks. We do- Todd, wow. what do you want to say to those other shows right now? Pretend I'm one, Hug of, those other, one of those other shows. I, I don't want them to know I say this. I feel like it would hurt their feelings. Now's your ch- well, now's your chance. Hurt their feelings. Well, Go ahead. Do it. Hey, Todd, do you want to succeed or do you want to be a loser? No, I don't know what I'd say to them. I'm like asking I, you a question. Jokingly or seriously? Well, I guess all joking. I would say to them, your show. oh, in this character? Yeah. Is your Are you show, serious? Is your That's show your best? show? Is your show the best? Well, yeah, because uh, th- th- this is the show right now. 
all that other stuff. But there. my show, I do a lot of things where we talk and we have a good time and then we have to say goodnight. Right. Okay, great. You tell your personal story. Mark Marin, Pete Holmes. Come on, <laughs> right? I mean, anybody, people come on my show, they tell personal stories. And the word is that I know, because I know somebody, that Mark Marin and Pete are shitting in their pants. They're shitting in their pants because they're like... In their own pants. And each other's. That's how upset... This is a scoop. No. Mark Marin takes his pants off. A couple scoops. He shits in them first. Right. Then he takes them off and he lets Pete Holmes put them on and then he shits in them. This is the word out on the street. I'm not making it up. Does Pete know that there's already shit in the pants when he's putting them on? Yes. That's how angry they are at me. (laughs) They're taking out on the wrong people. (laughs) You know when you're doing a bit and you're like, I get the bit, but well, the whole bit started. They're so angry. They're shitting in each other's pants. But then it sounds. Also, I've never, I don't know that I've ever heard that anger is the thing that makes you shit in your pants. I thought it was fear. (laughs) So many. Oh, I've been so angry. I could shit. If it wasn't, if I didn't have to be civil. I've been angry enough where I would just shit. Why not? Get more of the anger out. Ah, get it all out. If I just had some people, like if I was in the field and I happened to get angry at the same time, like I was sure. like uh, stranded on an island where I just like walked around with no clothes on, let's say, maybe yeah. a banana leaf. Ooh, go and on. I got really... <laughs> oh, banana leaf. Sure. Fig leaf wouldn't do it. I, I get it. <laughs> You know, I'd walk around with the top of a palm tree. I <laughs> held in front of my crotch. Sure, I'd get a, a, a split redwood tree and you know cover my groin area with it. Um, I don't want to stop doing that bit. I got it, but I want to intro you. I want to be professional. You want me to go over there? If you don't mind, come up and really. Now we do have to play this through the house, and I like to play it loud. So hopefully, but, could we lift that up? Could we get that on for uh, a reason? Belly button ring. Can you can you see if that's on? Can you talk into it? Wait, do I control that? No. I don't. You can. Can you turn it up really loud with a lot of reverb? I know what I'm doing. What are you eating, Paul? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Well, shaman mother. Paul's eating peanut butter from the, these little. They're these like little jiff things where you peel the top off, and then he's eating it like it's an ice cream cone. It's really great. <laughs> Be Brian Regan eating it. <laughs> no, I don't want to make you. Peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Remember his joke about when he saw the peanut butter and the jelly mixed together in a jar? Oh, I know yeah. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to do it 50% right. But the whole concept of how lazy do you have to be? Sure, I'd like making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but who's got all day open up all jars and whatnot? Think of how many spoons I would be using. Sure, and then the whole thing goes to the idea would be that just put croutons in there, too, so you didn't even have to put it on bread. You're just like, I'm just going to get it right into my mouth because I, I think I did that third. If, if even Brian Regan, if he heard my rendition of his joke, he'd be like, you got it 25% right. That's how much I fucked up that bit. So let's. Okay, so listen. <laughs> so let's, does he uh, need to be down the stairs? Or yeah, let's, uh, you, you, uh, you want to go down the stairs? Yeah, of course I do. Look at you. <laughs> You look. You, you know what? I've never seen you like this. Well, no, why uh, don't I go home? <laughs> no, you know what, Paul? I've never seen you so uh, not put together. Like you're eating peanut butter sloppily. Yeah. You're tired of this goddamn diet, aren't you? I can tell you're like you. You're using a bit to, to rationalize your aggressive you eating. <laughs> I think I'm right. No, <laughs> out the door he went into his Mini Cooper. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. It's uh, Paul F. Tompkins, everybody. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa! 
There was no trumpet on that song. But, oh. Paul F. Tompkins, ladies and gentlemen. Jen Kirkman didn't make it, but Paul F. Tompkins is here. What happened to our bubble machine? It's like somebody somebody stole all of our bubbles. Bring the music out. Let Gabe take it home. Feathered in, Gabe. Take it home. Paul! All right, take it home already. Jesus Christ. He gets paid by the note with the way he's playing. Didn't say your child at home, just your current <laughs> residence. Oh, I don't think he hears us, I just realized. He, like, yelled through a trumpet. <laughs> yeah, he said... No, he, he heard you. He, <laughs> I know, sure he, he heard did. you. Paul, first yeah. of all, can we bring those lights back up? It's great to see you. Let's start the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get into this shit. We'll hey, I watched your show. Hey, I'm talking still, buddy. Okay, <laughs> so let me get my words out. I feel great now. We're going to have a great time doing this, as long as you let me fucking talk. <laughs> okay, we're here to have fun. Let's close our fucking mouths, let Paul do the talking, and everything's going to be fine. Okay. Listen, the, t- t- this is the first time in the show I'm actually relaxed. Why? Oh, I don't know what Because What's I feel like I got all the agenda. I wish, I, maybe I should record the gay those. gay agenda? No, listen. <laughs> maybe I should notice I plow <laughs> it. You know the, um, edit that out. You know the, um, <laughs> the, uh, the opening. Maybe I should do that at a separate time because I love talking about it, but there is a little pressure that I feel like it takes away from this part of the show. Yes. So maybe I should do them separately. So just come in, start the show right here. You don't think that it worked out okay? Oh, but now you have some no, guests. You know what I mean. You have some, yeah, Todd. I'm not stupid. I know what you mean. There's people in stupid institutions. <laughs> stupid <laughs> The guy who doesn't learn. He thinks he's trying to be open-minded, but he's like, no, remember what our listener said. Now listen, that guy's now writing another letter. Hmm, I notice that's true. My no, brother. it's okay to say stupid. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't say uh, that person is a murderer because uh, my sister's a murderer. That's how people, by the way, that's not the example I give because that's the dumb person's excuse to all the other words. Yeah. The truth is, just make your decision by going individually from discussion. Oh, I got it. 
Make your decisions in life by listening to every situation. Don't get a blanket statement that, oh, it's always, every time someone asks me to change, it's annoying. No, sometimes it might be. But go through everything. And if you have an open mind and you listen to everything, you're going to change sometimes. To me, the danger is people that go, when do you change openly and happily? That's the problem. If somebody goes, sometimes I do. Was there, was there ever a situation where you did something for 20 years or 10 or 5 and somebody said, don't do that? You went, oh, my God, that makes a lot of sense. Just, you know, it just came to you quickly. Sometimes I get it. You put up a fight. But are there ever times where you do something and someone corrects you on your behavior and you're instantly, not always, sometimes able to go, holy fuck, I never thought about that. That is insulting. And if the answer is never, then you're probably fucking not on the bright side of things. Oh, That's right. Everything's all. I like this song. Paul, so shut this off. I watched your shut it off. I watched your show tonight, and Paul, you're not gonna you're gonna have a hard time making fun of me now because I'm about to caught me. I caught you. I watched your show. I watched it. I didn't like your jokes about me. I loved it. And I don't watch it's it, you know it's weird because I don't know what it is it's probably that I have no patience or whatever but I don't watch like I love like I love like when they show like if I watch clips on YouTube and I pull them up I'm like fuck I gotta watch KMP like that's a great fucking but I won't I won't the watch the only it. show you watch is Family Guy that's correct right <laughs> because that's on so much it's and the I love it the only show you watch from beginning to end no I I don't want to sound never seen Mash. Oh, no, well, that show made me never depressed seen when I was news. younger. I never liked Three Stooges, I've said it. I watched the news. I didn't of like course the Three I Stooges did. either. Because they were mean to each I, other. You know what? I think when I was a little, little kid, mm-hmm. I watched Three Stooges because it was like a thing where this was comedy, and I loved comedy, and so I would just watch it. And just then thinking. I remember kind of aging out of it like, this is... There's something that's depressing about it. It is. And you know when I stopped watching it, when I realized that guy that's hitting everybody, he ain't too much brighter. What's he right. hanging out with them for? I got smart enough. Also, they were middle-aged men. I know. Right? I thought they were... Uh, no kidding. You 75. thought they were hunks? Se- no. <laughs> <Paul>. <laughs> I thought they were... No lie, Paul. Oh, I, don't put, I don't remember thinking a number, but I know what I thought. 75. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought Lucille Ball was 70, 80, yeah. you know, ready to die. Well, the big... We talked about this before. She was 35. The, big, the biggest one was Seriously. Phyllis Diller. That was the I shouldn't say thing. you're ready to die, but back then. <laughs> by the way, now 75 is not. 75 is justifiably... People are like, what the fuck? That's young. Yeah. But back then, they looked like, oh, they're great-grandparents. But we've talked about this before. Phil, uh, 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 Carol Channing, that when <laughs> we were kids, seemed like... She was an elderly woman. Yes. And then she's still alive. Like, she just turned 80 right, or right, 90 right. or whatever. Right. But I remember, I, I remember thinking that when I was a kid, like, oh, she's like, impossibly old. Well, she's brittle. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> any you know, day she, now. Yeah, she any day now. snap her, you know. Yeah. 1976, probably the last year Carol Channing will be alive. <laughs> I remember saying that as a child. <laughs> oh, no, you did. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I was a very serious kid. I'd go into fourth grade and I'd say, well, guys, uh, it doesn't look good for Carol Channing. She's not getting any younger. I would like to picture that. Do you know about Harry's? These blades are unbelievable, but I don't bring it up for any reason. <laughs> well, I'm not like these other shows. They read a whole copy. I like to, I like, I talk about Harry's because it's a good shave, not because I, you know. Is Harry's a sponsor or are you trying to make them a sponsor? Honestly? Yeah. Honestly. Todd, can we agree we're going to talk to each other honestly tonight? This is not going to be about the usual bullshit. 
Okay. Right. I want a show that takes it to another level. Yeah, it takes it to another level. Wow. Even the way we're talking now, I feel like it's. Here's what I want to do. Oh, my God. I want to show everyone that they can have a better life, that they can, I guess for lack of a better term, get clear. What I would like people to do. You're a motivator. Yes. I'm motivated to get people to a a clear state of being where they're not burdened by thetans that are just covering them and holding them back at all times. And if they would just buy an e-meter and do readings every day. What's the matter? I mean, it seems like you're getting into another thing that's already established. What kind of thing? Uh, I mean, there's a documentary coming about, out about it in March. It's a called... documentary coming about? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's called Getting Clear. It's about, uh, I mean, maybe you're not. Um, let me keep keep going. My bad. I'm okay. Tell you I don't know what you're talking about. What I'm talking about is praising Xenu. Mm, that's what? Do what? You... I don't know enough about it, so I can't really oh, join in. Oh, you're my favorite type of person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> People that we can repeat the have news. Have you ever had a sad thought? Yes, I have. Oh, you're a candidate for what I'm talking about then. <laughs> <laughs> that literally, by the way, that literally is the, the Scientology personality oh, test. Oh, God. Because a friend and I did it one time, and it takes forever. You go in, and then. Oh, you, you like, sat through a Scientology? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, let's do Let's take the test. And so we went in, and where they get you is, and it's very smart. They make you wait for the result for a really long time. And so after a while, we're like, let's get out of here. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be an immediate thing. Like, you know, here's the crazy cult stuff we're going to try to lay on you. But they, they make people wait because they can tell who's not into it and who's just going on a goof. Right. And so they just wait you out. What was your overall experience? <laughs> That's that? amazing. Uh, it was great. I became a Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I bet the beginnings of it are, are there's got to be some good in there or they wouldn't suck people in. Doesn't it, it, it? No, maybe I'm wrong. I thought there was accountability, and like I thought that's what maybe no, was good it's, in it. It's, it's all bullshit. It's a scam, you know. Well, I, mean, I, like, I do know that. It's like it's like any kind of thing like that. It's it's it it's. Like I used a, to think everything was like Harry's, uh, just a good quality blade. But then you realize in life, people will. Are you sure you want to insert Paul, the Harry's out in the middle of Paul, this takedown Paul. of Scientology? Uh, no, go, look. because Harry's might sell yeah. razor blades to Tom Cruise. Let me tell you something, Harry's. What if Tom Cruise? Was getting, was getting No, no, I, I do. I should have interrupted with a joke, but uh, uh, so yeah, the uh, Scientology. When you it's, sat through it, I think that's it's bad. I think. Well, <laughs> that's my that's my that's my takeaway. I think it's bad. Well, I don't. I I thought maybe it was like there was like a little bit good up front. They'll suck you in. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Here's what it is. It's trying to it's trying to get uh, something for nothing. That's that's the that's the the. The, the thing that every good con hangs on is people's willingness to get something for nothing. And the idea is Scientology makes all these promises, um, but you have to keep paying money and paying money and paying money. And, you know, they get you on the hook and they, then they like, get you in that organ. Todd, Todd, now we talked about this. <laughs> I like to talk. I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I do, too. You want reverb in it? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Okay, let me hear you. I want to hear the rest of this, though. Scientology is a scourge that must be eradicated. There is no such thing as a free lunch. Lunch costs money. You have to pay potato tots for a hot cheese on a roll. Why am I saying this at a funeral? (laughs) 
Oh, wait, sorry. I thought it was Taps that was starting. But it was, Why would this guy acknowledge it the was, trumpets It was the one specific section of this national anthem. It took me by surprise. What do you wish you would have said if you were, like, have footage of you like this, but you're so ahead of your times? Like, what would you want to be like? We're sitting around listening. We're like, do you ever hear that old footage from this, like, smart guy? I think he's running for office in, Absolutely. like, 1950. Oh, I know exactly what I would say. Okay, so so we find this footage. It's this guy in 1950, and he's running for office. He doesn't go very far, I guess, because – but this guy gets it. Play, play this footage. Who Would you want to be this – okay, you get you get. It. As we walk – through the great journey of life. Have you ever looked around and noticed black guys walk like this? Oh, shut up! Can I do the walk? <laughs> but white guys... White guys walk like this. Then I do the white guys. That's it. Oh that's what God. I would you want history. It, you took it completely the other way. I love it. Like, well, by the way, that's what it looks like. But if he, that's but, what I want, that's yeah. what I wanted to remember about. Me. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so I would want to be if I. That, I thought you were a. That would be like if you were a comedian. Okay, uh, but so, no, a oh, statesman. That was, oh, that statesman. was okay. Mine is a comedian. Oh, sure. And okay. I'm in. Uh, and it's 19. That it's that era. Okay. I'd love to hear it. And let's cue it up. Oh, sound effects. Can, can I tell you the truth? I didn't think of it. That's harder than I thought. Ah, ah. Oh, what would I do? Oh, are you giving a speech Horrible. or are you at a comedy Women club? are... Do you need me to stall while you think of it? No, I'm good. I don't have to do it. Here's what I'd like to do. <laughs> I don't have to do so it. So much power on your own show. I know. It's amazing. I like it. It, uh, it feels good, right? Would you like me to, to play? We have a few things we can play. Number one, play this uh, right over here if you don't mind. This is a jingle we had made, so we should utilize it. Nice cause you didn't expect Can you hear what that says? No. Okay, Joe. To George Carlin, I love you so much. Without the sh- without Joe, Joe does all the music for the show. And to George Carlin, I don't know if I'd want to do the show without it. Like, if God forbid he uh, stops doing the music and passes away. Um, well, if he pa- <laughs> So not just stops doing the music, but dies. Well, I would hope he did right afterwards. because you, was- <laughs> you would say the only reason he would stop doing the music in, that would be acceptable to you is if he died. Yes. If he Other stopped than, living. On I, hope he, I hope he keeps doing it is what I'm saying. I hope this turns into a late night show where I can pay him because he's great. Are you saying but you're going to some- murder him if he stops doing Well, music? I'm going to murder him if he does. Sometimes. Play that again. Play that again. Nice cause you did. Now, I can drill it into people's head what it is, nice calls that you didn't expect. But, Joe, and I love you so much, You need they need to be a little cleaner when their intros to bits. And nice, you know, like, nice calls that you didn't expect. You can understand it, right? Can I try? Can I try? Nice calls that you didn't expect. To I think make. you can, let yeah. me Let me try it. Let me try it. Nice calls you didn't expect to make. Song end. And then at the end, if he says song end, so then you know the song is over. That's because I don't. I don't know. Like, did did Jake like turn the volume down real quick? Can I tell you? How do I know it's the end of the song? Really? The way you recorded it is what a guy would do in that business that didn't like the direction. You know, he'd be like, oh, I'll fucking do it nice for you. Yeah. And that's who that's what he would do. <laughs> exactly. But that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. Um, You're going to make a call that is nice to somebody that did not expect it. Uh, you're not singing. You're not singing like you're uh, 
I'm just trying to give you what you want in here. No, no, no. I, I, I appreciate it. You want people that. to understand it. Hold on. I appreciate you addressing uh, They're making those. calls right now uh, that are going to be nice. Okay, now you're just talking. There's a, you've turned well, off the effect. I guess that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm just trying to give you what you want. I try to okay, put a little please. harmony into it to make these things sound good. Okay, look. We've been here all day, okay? And uh, everybody's been smoking like crazy. It's like nice calls that barely annoy people. You understand that? Okay. I think I see what's going on here. This is a bit of a generation gap. You're a hot, young uh, singer. you got the whole world ahead of you. I'm an old, rich guy, right? And you think I'm a square. Just trying to give you what you I want. Got, I'm wearing glasses, and I'm, uh, i got a short haircut. you got beautiful, long-flowing hair. You think that I don't know what like the world it. is all about? But I was a young man once, and I was full of piss and vinegar, and I went out there, and I took the world by the horns, and I, I fucking uh, I shot its face in, okay? So... You know, I I fought uh, Hitler in World War II. Not just I'm, I'm not talking about just the German mm. army. I'm talking about Hitler himself. We got in a fist fight. <laughs> okay, so so I get where you're coming I, from. I think I, I know what I, you want, I, and I, I apologize. Yeah. Okay. So what all I'm asking is that you enunciate, make the words crisp you. and clear, and we want to hear every goddamn syllable because people are gonna we're gonna knock people on their ass with. This. By the way, if this guy asked for it in real life, you know what I'd do. Nice calls that you didn't expect. Okay, why don't you take the marbles out of your mouth and try it again? <laughs> I tried to do that good. That really offended me. Yeah. Even in the bit that pissed me off, this guy. This guy, even though I know it's a character, fuck you. Uh, I tried on that last one, and he just with that same calm voice in not the other enough. room behind not glass. Yeah, come in here. Let me in there. I'll fucking choke you to You'll death. You'll never be allowed in here. This yeah, well, I'll get in <laughs> there. I'll, where... <laughs> I'll wait outside here because you got to come out. You don't have no back well, trap look, door, motherfucker. Look, son, son, I'll starve you out of that booth. I'll starve you out of that booth. <laughs> I'll get out of the booth. Right. We got. I need the money, we but I'm not going to. Off here. Uh, and you Well, you can't come out and I can't go in. So uh, what are we going to do? We're going to just be a couple <laughs> nice of calls that barely annoy people. Okay, you're a little pitchy. You're a little pitchy. I like you're a little bitchy. I said pitchy. Now, I said pitchy, too. Oh, well, I misheard you. I Thank you. Jesus, have a little respect. My wife always tells me if you can't apologize to someone, then you can't sleep in this bed with me. <laughs> so I try to be my dad. Because I respect my wife, but I also, I do like sexual intercourse a great deal. <laughs> nice calls that barely annoy people. Okay, I need the, I need the multi-track. Right. No, you're trying your voice... to, I can't. No, okay. Nice calls. Hey, it's nice calls that barely annoy people. What, that, now that wasn't singing, that was just yelling. I nice calls that, that barely annoy And by the way, it doesn't have to be singing. I'm a voiceover person. I don't know who decided I had to be singing. Oh, well, this, I think there was some miscommunication because we were recording a dream. Nice calls that barely annoy people. It's somehow getting worse. We're making nice calls that barely annoy no, people. that's not necessary. You're listening to the Todd Glass we're Show. Not, who's Todd Glass? You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. We're going to make nice calls that barely annoy people. <laughs> now, the concept is, I feel like it, it's, it's eluding me. Nice calls that barely annoy nice. people? It's, are you shitting me? I am not. Well, first what of all, do I don't use that kind of do? language. I go to church every Sunday. Good. What else do you believe in church? Uh, what else do I believe, you believe in church? You, can, you believe you can pray the gay away? Is that what you practice Abs at your church? Well, I don't think so. I think that's a stain from uh, birth. Who do you know that it worked for? The thing that I don't believe in. Oh, you don't believe in? <laughs> I'm not really listening. I, but we just, you're not so. really listening. Oh, I mean, that's how you ended up in this job. I suppose we asked for a singer, and you said you're a voiceover guy. 
So this is this is just a mistake. Nice calls. I put a chain on the door, and I'm going to put an American flag over the booth. Nice window. calls that barely annoy people. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. This is. Uh, Can we just do one? Okay, let's 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 put one down, and I, I want you to really try as hard as you can to well, sing. I got to be honest. I have been trying. You're starting to, starting to get. I can't do anymore. I don't know what you want me to do. I, here's let me here. out of the booth. I, I don't want, want the money. Know, let the you, let me you, out of the fucking booth. You can't come out. Now a, I know it's locked. A, I'm not an a, idiot. You have I, a door crammed up against yeah, it. Yeah, I put a broom through the. Nice hand. doors that barely annoy people. <laughs> nice doors that barely. No, I'm son. nervous now. Why nice. Are you, why are you nervous? Because we locked you in the booth. Because it's hot in here and I'm hungry. Nice. I tell you what. If Hello. You, if you lay down here. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Okay. Hello? Stop. You're gonna break it. You're gonna break it. Hello. You're gonna break it. You're freaking me out. Let me the fuck out of here, dude. I, listen, listen. Seriously, you're fucking sick. Let me the fuck out of here. I'm not shitting around. I'm can claustrophobic. You, can you see through the glass? Nice we floors that barely annoy nice. people. Look, can you see through the glass? We got this crudité back here. Hello. That's just it's fresh carrots, Hello. carrots and celery, broccoli. Uh, there's a there's a dipping sauce. Hello. If you hello, yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can I get some trumpet? Yeah. I'm going to give this guy what he wants, order, Jake. Or give him some trumpet. Give him some trumpet. Hello. Can you, can you put some reverb in my voice? No, I like to. Just try to mimic me. No, 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 no. We're going to, we have to get the fuck out of here. Just, it's a good I'll go like song. this. Go, nice chores. What is the word? Nice actually? chores. Nice calls. Oh, nice calls that barely annoy people. Can How you do mimic you remember that? the rest of it, but you don't remember... <laughs> Nice calls, calls that barely and nice. What is it called? Nice trumpets. Nice, ex, none of, nice expensive things. That lady's like, why don't I do it? I think I'm a great singer. And when you get a load of this, nice things that ladies like to have. Right? I think that's a little. I mean, that's an ad for pretty much anything that ladies like. Nice things that ladies like to have around the house. Like a fur coat or a car with diamonds on the steering wheel. That phone is fun, isn't it? It's so fun. Somebody made me that. Wow. I don't ever want to uh, talk through anything else. Now listen, here's what I, I could Todd, I could have been that character for hours. <laughs> and I'm sure to the listener, I was. <laughs> oh, this candle burnt out. Oh, shit, I don't like that. I right, don't play with it. Um... <laughs> Uh, okay, Paul, I, I have to roll in some content. No, I know you do. I know I got a lot to do. Oh, I have a big show. Harry's. Hey, look at your dumb face. <laughs> what are you, sleep in the gutter? Why don't you send away to Harry's, scrape some bristles off with Harry's. I guess if people go to harrys.com and enter uh, coupon code Todd, they get a... No, just leave it here. I like it throughout the show. I don't have to do it up front. These other shows, it is killing me with the ads up. Talk about it, and you're done. Oh, how long was that? Ten seconds. Who to gives a fuck? Even Harry's. Who to gives a fuck? Who to gives a fuck? Harry's told me. They said. Harry's told me. They go, Todd, as long as you're getting a comfortable shave and you talk about it here and there, we don't, we're not like to mention it for three minutes straight and stop everything. (laughs) Harry said, if you did that, that would mortify us. That's what Harry said. They go, yeah, we want people to know they can get a good shave, but they go, we don't want you doing a three-minute up front. Harry's, I mean, that's why we get along. It's a good shave. Wow. Now, I heard you and Harry's went on a picnic. Is that correct? (laughs) I did, but because they're fun people. They're fun people. Uh, Is that Harry's on the phone? Hey, Todd. Hey, Harry. Hey. uh... Fun picnic. Oh, sorry. You still new at this. I know. You get mad at them, and I can't. 
This, can I say, <laughs> this is an ongoing problem for me with the Todd Glass show. Is it? Is it? What? Too- what? It's the you're hearing he- the wrong side of the phone effect. I know. Why would you in the studio be hearing the person <laughs> picking up the phone and dialing? Even you would be- just be hearing the phone ring. Even that's if, all right, you'd right. be hearing. And by the way, even it if we're doing it drives me crazy. <laughs> but even if we're doing it wrong, we're doing the wrong side of wrong. Like if you're going to well, do you're doing it, one complete side of the <laughs> right, wrong side right, for sure, for but, sure. But I make it because work. now and here's no, you don't make it work. Sure, I do. Because now once <laughs> have you ever started a phone bit by saying I'm going to make a call? I know that's the it's joke. It's always oh, is it? <laughs> of course it is. I to George Carlin. I think we get it. I hope. Todd. Hey, Harry. It's me, Harry. I know. How you doing? Hey, listen up. <laughs> If you hear me uh, making a phone call in the background, just ignore it, okay? <laughs> Thanks for making it work instead of being argumentative. That's sure. all you had to do is say you're making another no, call. No, I, I When he fucks up, we make it make sense because then he doesn't realize he's messing up. That's what you just did. That was perfect. You like this. Yeah, Todd, you set up this, uh, this tin pot tyrant kingdom where you can, uh, you can make these guys willfully uh, make the mistakes you want them to make. Then you can yell at them no, and blame never, it all on them. I don't them. have bits where I yell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I do, do I? Maybe you know, I do. You know what scared me? Is you said that, and I felt like for a second you believed it. I did. <laughs> to George Carlin. And then I instantly realized that I do. Well, I, I don't... Here's the like thing. For a solid year, I, you would show Jake like a post-it that said, play this sound, and then he would play it, and you're like, why, no, now's not the okay, time. Okay, here's why. Here's why. And I'm being to George Carlin. This is why I love that word. Should Harry, hold on one second. I... Okay, I'll hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Harry. Okay. I mean, uh, Paul. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because I'm being too George Carlin, I'm being honest. I know you are. Um I I don't I always think that like once someone knows that it's a bit, mm-hmm. then I'll do anything. But I want people to feel you know, pretty safe, pretty in a comfort zone. Like I would never if I had a let's say there was a communication problem on the show with somebody or like, oh hey, when I hold up the post it maybe I would never address or cr- even correct anybody mildly because I don't like being corrected in front of other people. So I consider it a safe zone. I love it. No, oh, I love being correct in front of other people. But so, so because I, it shows that I'm a student of life. Oh, you well, and people admire me. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> like that guy is very confident. He can be corrected. Yeah, he well, can say, "I thank you for." That's a funny bit. From that's a funny bit, but uh, it doesn't have any follow through. <laughs> <laughs> so when I do a bit, when I yell, like it's always like in a bit. I think you can only prove it by the way you act outside of that no, bit. Of course it's in a bit. But so I don't think I yell a lot is my point. No, but you do a bit where you yell a sure, lot. Sure, but not in real not, I'm not a scary I never presence. said you were doing it in real life. A, oh, well, sure I yell a lot in bits. I love to yell in bits. You think that says something about me? Yeah, you're insane. <laughs> I do. I think it's so funny. Like, I'll give you an example why I love to do this bit, and it's the old, it's the old bit, and we're gonna sell the fuck out of it right now. And Absolutely. It, and it just talk about something morphing right into something perfectly. And what time is it? I'm just gonna go ahead and hang up. Harry, by the way, thank you for the the engra- engraved razor blade. Yeah, that was so nice. Whatever. Uh, love to get my picnic blanket back. Wow. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I was talking. I was talking to Aristotle. Okay. So this is <laughs> this is how I love anger. Uh, so now I did want to talk about <laughs> your. By the way, your show. No, it leads into it. Your show number one. Watch some of it. This all goes oh, in the, the right show? direction. Yeah, fucking great. Mm-hmm. Paul, the puppets are so fucking great that I find myself going, like 
they represent somebody for me in real life. So when the one puppet came on, I looked. I went, oh, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and I knew what I meant. Like, it was depicting this guy. I know who he is. And, he, and then sure enough, Jake goes, yeah, look, he's from Fox. I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> this guy had nothing to say. It was a puppet. Was it Bo Beetle? Uh, what was the one towards the end that I... Uh, no, it, her name was just like Chump or something? Or was, it was a, her name it was, a, was Chump. <laughs> it was just one name. Uh, she was a female puppet. Princess? The mm-hmm. dog? Mm-mm. No. You're ta- but, uh, but you're the, talking about the, marijuana. You're, the, the inter- Star Schlesinger? The squirrel? The red squirrel? I don't remember. No. No, but listen, one name. the interaction between you and the puppets is... Is, is that so- really you on your show? <laughs> no. No, it's, it's great. It's, a, look- it's an elaborate puppet. It looks like me, though, doesn't it? Oh, it does look like you. No, yeah. I knew it wasn't you. Here's a guy who lies and ends up looking dumb. <laughs> no, I'm not a fucking idiot. I know it's a puppet, Jake. And they're like, Todd, it is him. No, no, I knew that, too. But listen, so that that is just, uh, just it got me. It, it drew me in very quickly. To, Jake goes, you want to watch another one? I'm like, yeah, you want to watch another one? Yeah. So so watch the show. It's Good evening, and welcome to No You Shut Up, the show where we discuss the issues of the day until we grow too angry to discuss them any further. Oh, those are old ones. Really? Play the other clip that just made us laugh. Is this on YouTube? This, sim- this simple thing made us laugh harder than, um, well, it just, it's so unexpected. Go ahead, play the other one. Welcome back. We found more things to talk about. It's so so. Okay, thank God we got more things to talk about. My favorite thing on the show, without a doubt, I really enjoyed doing that show, and I I would I I hope you'll check out the third season stuff because I think we really hit. It's it's the first couple seasons we were a fifteen minute show, and it was like kind of a one joke idea of of puppets arguing. But I think in this season, it's really opened up it's a half hour now and it's really crazy but my favorite thing to do all day when we shoot is the things that i'm going to say coming back (laughs) oh they're great that's my favorite thing there'd be that's the type of things i could write if i was on a show i couldn't i bet you could well i don't mean better than you but you must have people write that's not how i took it oh it's weird you bring that up though what you hiring writers nope oh not anymore. So now, speaking of another show, and it leads into what we talked about that I think anger's funny in bits. It's perfect. It leads in because of the name of your show to do the Abbott and Gist. But no, and all. Okay, I should. I overset that up. But listen, here's what I do want to talk about. Um, no, we'll leave all that in. I just like. To, <laughs> I like to hit it from another angle, but you'll understand why. Um, so I did want to, and Paul, listen. Here's where the bit starts. I did want to say that uh, I did want to take a second and promote your show. So oh, what is the name of it? Thank you very much. It's what, called. It, 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 what's it, the name of the show? Just tell me the name. No, you shut up. All right. Are you serious? Yeah. No, you shut up. Well, go fuck yourself. No, I don't want to be. I'll be the. You know what? I'm going to be the bigger man. You got a show. You didn't come on in here. You're very funny. I'm still going to let you promote your show, but then I then I think we're going to have to wrap things up. Todd, Todd, you asked Paul, me a question. Paul, I'm I, answering. Paul, it. listen to me. No, you shut up. Because I'm a big man and I've gone through this before, and I swear to God, this is not easy for me to do. I'm going to rise to the occasion. We're done, but I'm going to let you still come in here. Don't give me a fucking dissertation. Just when I'm done talking, tell me the name of the show. Todd, you just no, just don't the name of the show. Name Paul. The name of the show. Is... I don't want a dissertation. Don't. What's it? Just say the fucking show right now. Todd, it's simple. No, you shut up. Go fuck yourself, Paul. Todd. No, fuck you. Todd. I try to be nice. I don't know what you're fucking mad at. What, because I didn't listen to one of your rants? Or maybe I listened to old episodes of your show? I'm sorry. But I gave you, I'm a big man. I gave you the opportunity. What's the name of the show? Don't be a dick, Paul. Because this is what people say about you. You're hot and cold. 
Todd. Fucking what's the name of your show? Todd, pay attention. No, you shut up. You motherfucker! Todd! Okay. Yeah. That's, That's a lot of work. That was like, what? If, do you think Abbott Costello would be cursing? Well, they should. If they were in modern times. They should. It's, there should be somebody that's doing that type of act, but with cursing. Oh, that would be great. You fucking idiot. Who's you, on first? You pile of shit. You, I don't like that. Oh, let's read some. Uh, let's I want to shit in your fucking mouth. I don't know who's on third. Nice calls. You did nice calls. Do you want to call someone out of your phone? Hey, can we? Uh, let's try. Do you want to? Do you want to call somebody from your phone and compliment them? I'd love to. Go ahead, pull your phone out. Well, you have it pull out. Pull your phone. Pull your phone out and call somebody and give them a compliment. It's part of our new series oh, wait, called. No, actually, talk on the phone. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do that. You don't. I don't have to. I hate talking on the phone. Well, that's why people text a lot. You know what? That's why I do. <laughs> you know, Todd. We had a good text, me, you, and Jen, a few days ago. There we was had some fun. Lot, it was a lot of we fun. We had fun. We were joking around. We we're having a good old time. I know how to read your text. You get because I, I can read them with you your inclination. Know my voice. I know your voice. My intonation. No. And my inclination. We have to go in for the close. Ooh la la! But I, what? We barely got to be silly. This is bullshit. What, what time is it? Nine eighteen. Nine eighteen. Sorry, we got. We, we're going. Fuck. For we got Juice Bargini, I wanted to... Uh, <laughs> Our old friend. We're going to end with him. Uh, um, okay, hold on. Wow. I don't know what to do. Is someone on the phone? Hey, are you still... Uh, are you going to take another run at it? Or, uh... Who is this? Oh, Harry. Yeah, I'm trying hey, to... buddy. I yeah. thought you were Harry Styles. I'm oh, friends with him. Well, yeah. I met, yeah, I met him at Louis. Yeah. We sold him some razors. You did? We sold razors to all of One Direction. Oh, that's some, is hey, you know what? Some of those some bitches they can't even shave yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that like a joke? I'm sitting on a pile of money. I'm Harry. Well, don't say this on my pot. Well, it's a great razor, though. It is great, right? It is a great razor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can shave your face with it. You just sit there and do nothing with it. That's those the are the f- two things. You know what, though? They're both just as much fun. Right. Yeah. I like to kiss Harry's ass. Todd, you know Your what razor. Like? Hey, is, that, is there the factory that's made in? Because I know they're made in Germany. I picture Yeah, we bought the factory. We liked the way the, uh, yeah. the blades oh. were made. We bought the factory. I hope. <laughs> I hope. I think that's reminiscent of a guy who bought the company with something else. Um, it's true, though, what I'm saying. I'm Harry. The building. Harry, are you, you can tell me the truth. The building with the Todd, razor. Todd, can I say? Here, hold on a second. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm not mad at you. That's all right. But I, I want to make a promise to you. This is me, Harry, from Harry's. I know. Razor of course it is. I'll never lie to you, Todd. I'll okay. never lie to you. All right. Can I tell you something a little weird? You Todd, sound... you can tell me anything. Paul. I'll ask Paul this. Paul, do you think he yeah, sounds like you? A little uh, bit. You've noticed I guess it? Like it's, I mean, it's it's weird when you hear your own voice. Mm-hmm. You, you, when you hear it back, it's like pe- other people uh, perceive it differently than you do. Anyway. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, Harry gets it. All right. So, Harry, the, the, the factory where the blades are made. Yeah, it's in Germany. I picture that like old stone walls with ivy growing all over it and oh. big wooden doors. Is it like that? No, it's made out of gingerbread. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Oh, speaking of gingerbread? Yeah. In real Let's life? talk about it. In real life oh, now? I'll, I'll hold. I have a present for yeah, everybody sure. in this room that's going to leave. That, that is that ging- what it is? No, it's not gingerbread, uh. but that it's it's a cute. Everybody gets one. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? It's Girl intriguing. Scout cookies. I have like 12 oh, boxes of them. Why? 12 boxes? You because are crazy. Because Rob Gleason's niece was in the car, and I heard her sales <laughs> pitch in the car. It's fine. And yes, I did. Um, <laughs> I heard her. I heard her sales pitch. And um, now she said these cookies would cure leukemia. Well, you know what? No one knows for sure. Um, Good point. And I was in the car with Rob. Good point, Ted. Oh, is this Harry? Yeah, I'm still here. You don't mind if I listen in on the conversation. 
No, it's just it's hey, fine. You ever taken a razor to a Girl Scout cookie? You can cut it in half and share it with a friend. Well, it'd be nice, Harry. You're a sponsor here. I can't. Uh... No, no. I'm, I love Girl Scouts. I love Girl Scout cookies. I What's your favorite Girl tradition. Scout cookie? Ooh, thin mints because they're razor thin. Get it? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I like that. I'm Harry. <laughs> Harry, I feel like that candle's going to run out. It but... probably is. All candles do. Can you see us? Nothing right gold now? can stay, as S. E. Hinton wrote in. Uh, the Outsiders. What made you want to... Did you always want to own a razor blade factory? I always did since I was a little kid. <laughs> I remember... I remember going home from third grade. And I would... I read about that in your book. Yeah. Oh, you read my book? What's your name of your book? I like to put all the work it's in It's called... Your... That was a close shave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a close... Harry, a life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would come home from school and... Uh, I would uh, arrange all the couch cushions into a, uh, a razor, razor blade factory. <laughs> then I would, you know, I'd try to sell razor blades to the family, uh, my dad, my mom. Can I tell you one thing? I'm not joking you. around. I'm so nice now not to have to. Uh, it is true. It sounds weird, but, like, I'm tired of. You ever go to buy the blades at the store? Oh, I feel like I'm a criminal. No. i got to send a guy over with a key. Just mail them to me, and I, I won't know. ever have to think about it again. That's the thing. We don't, we it's a great it. idea what you're doing over there, I, Harry. I don't want anyone to feel ashamed right. for buying razor blades. It's yeah, something sudden, you should be proud of. All of a sudden, I'm a criminal because I shave. You're oh, not. let me get the guy over here with the thing, and we'll exactly. open up the cage. These poor razor blades, and how do they feel? I don't, I don't want some middleman standing between you and a clean, close shave. Oh, no. You know what happens now? Oh, I'm sorry. I get the best razor blades in the world, and they show up at my door. If something's better than that, let me know about it because I'll sponsor them. If, if you go, no, I know a better way. Oh, no, no, no. Not to get a quality blade. Oh, yeah, your rinky-dink dumb blade you get, the old ones. Yeah. Hey. And by the way, can I tell you something? I wish you would, Todd. I'm, I'm going to give you a lot of credit. You know, I care about aesthetics. I care about the way things look. That's and right. even if the razor someone's using right now, it does the job. Because there's a lot of people, they go, I like my razor. Harry's might think, maybe I'm doing them a disservice now, but I'm not. Okay, guess what? This razor is going to be as good as yours, probably better. Definitely. Maybe, maybe but at worst, worst case scenario, Harry's are as good as the ones you love. Now you're but don't you tired of using poor people razor blades that aren't? Yeah, These come in a nice package. The they look cool. They look like if you went over somebody who had a lot of money's house, you'd see them laying around the bathroom. So they keep using your. Why don't you get an above the ground pool and shave with your old blades? Todd, here's what everything you're saying. Makes I'm agreeing sense. with you. Everything you're. Well, saying I get makes it. Sense. Here's here's what we like to say at Harry's. We like to say this is a razor that's good enough to display on the coffee table. That if you had your boss over for dinner. You'd be proud to point out your shaving razor yes. in, a, in a place of honor like on, the, on the, the living room coffee table. Harry, it's almost like when you get milk and it's in a glass container in the refrigerator. You right. open it up, it's like, oh, they're... Like that Brugere's milk. Yes. Yeah, or lemonade in a, in a wine bottle type of a thing. I and don't know what that means, but let me let me say this. Harry. Um, you know, What's we, your middle name? We, you know it. I know. Um, do you want, You're going to make me say it? Harry. No, I don't know your middle name. My, my name is Harry. Don't make a joke, please. <laughs> this is they do help us out here and there. Please be nice. <laughs> my name is Harry. Harry. Close. No, shaver. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to be. Now listen, we pride our we pride ourselves. Is this really you? Of course, Todd. You know my. I voice. have a safe word on the show, and our listeners know it. Sure. I got to use it. Is it potato, potato salad? It's oh, me. I thought it was a bit. Hey, Harry. No, it's me. Listen, Todd. 
You know how those uh, the Harry's razors look beautiful, right? They do. I, I, Even the packaging. You, let me tell you a story. This happened to a young man that I know in my church group. <laughs> he went to the drugstore, went to his local druggist, went to buy some uh, razor blades. You know, they keep behind a padlocked uh, wall. It's and you know, you have to show three forms of ID and sign yeah, yeah. your oh, soul. I'm a away am I, oh, I'm a criminal. Blades, that's right. And so they open them up, and the, and the guy says, uh, you know, he goes to buy the razor, and he brings it up to the counter, and he goes, oh, I didn't know they were orange. The security guard tased him. What? Yeah, he voided his bowels and bladder. Oh. He was ridiculed on the news. <laughs> what the <laughs> The news team went out of their way to mock him. I love when something in the show, Paul, I stop and got to talk about the bit right now. I love when once in a while somebody will go to such an absurd place, and I listen to you all the way around, and I wanted to really get that high. And then all of a sudden, this guy gets, he got, what was was the line? He was tased. He was tased. He voided his bowels and bladder. (laughs) (laughs) Then he was ridiculed on the news. Ridiculed on the news. Where does that all happen? How does that all go down? uh, It was the news team. It was a man and a woman, and they said, uh, here's our idiot of the week. It was, you know, it's a segment they never had before or since but they said look at this idiot and can i interrupt sure the point of the story is that doesn't have to happen doesn't have to be you oh why ding dong here's your great place oh, do you have somebody there should i go no no i was actually trying to like I was okay well i'm on the phone so i can't see you i thought uh, that, oh uh, no no i was doing it i'm doing like this i'm like why would you Oh, I like. Oh, I'm already. Hey, by the way, you know what's good about my when I talk about when I talk about you, and I'm not talking about it right now. We're just having a no, nice conversation. We're, conversation. we're just having bullshit around. We'll talk more about the picnic. I don't have to worry. Like you guys never breathe down my neck. Some of the uh, people that were kind enough to be a part of our show, they go, "Don't say this." Your guy, say whatever you want. And like some people go, "Well, why would you get Harry's? You can go buy them at the supermarket." Because what we're talking about. The, the, exactly. the, the behind the it's case exactly and right. someone gets tasered. That's Is it right. worth a shave to get tasered and no, be I, embarrassed on the news? I'd rather, I don't I, think I, it I, is. I, I, I tell you what, if the choice was get tased or uh, grow a beard, uh, well, you can call me Paul Bunyan because uh, I'll be out with a, a giant blue ox as my best friend. And uh, I'll be a legend and people get Harry. me confused with Harry Apples, Harry, ha, ha, Johnny Appleseed. I almost said Harry Appleseed, but that's not uh, that's not the legendary guy. That's just somebody that lived a few doors down from us. We used to laugh. We had the same first name. <laughs> Todd, you there? Hey, Todd? Todd, I'm worried about you. Hold on. Todd? God damn it. I can I'm hear you in the think. background. Anyway, what else can I say about razors? Um... <laughs> Oh, you Sorry, I was trying to find my robot voice. I was trying to find my phone voice because I so much love this conversation. I fucked up a bit because I left it. But, but go back to Harry. I love that we're on the phone no, with the it's owner. Okay. Harry, it's right. so yeah. I tell people that, you know, they go, um, sometimes on the show we talk about it. Like, um, I'm really confused, and I know it sucks because you guys are part of our show, and people right. think I'm lying to right. them. I don't get what you just said. There was, a, there was a guy at my supermarket. This is a true story. Oh, I like this one. It's a personal story. Go ahead. I told you the story. Yeah. He was buying the um, blades, and like I said, like yeah, I'm, I'm being so honest. Why would I say this if I if I was on my show? But like a lot of times, I'll tell the listeners, yeah, you're. It might just be the worst. It's going to be as good as your blade. That's right. But then the style and it's cool. Yeah, does that mean anything? Yeah, the, the packaging. It just feels right. Like yeah. it, it's like Starbucks. It's like you feel like you know. Well, you're in there. Get a get a your nice family. cup of coffee. That's right. And this is like these blades. 
But why take the chance? I don't understand. I feel like why would people want to get tased and urinate on the news? Can I tell you a story? And this, and this maybe this is a mild story. Maybe people think, well, this is perfectly acceptable, and, and uh, I'd rather just go to the supermarket and buy my plates. Uh, I, I heard I heard a story about a guy. He bought uh, a competitor's razor blades at the supermarket. You know, and this time he didn't even have to go behind the glass. They just had it out on the thing. It's like, oh, easy. Mm-hmm. This is easy. He got him home, opened the package of razor blades, went to put a blade in the razor. Inside the package was a note that said, you will never be loved. Now, we would never do that. Harry's would never. Wow. Harry's Why would, would you do that? Exactly. You think that was someone. See, what I got to believe, and by the way, I don't even care about the show today. I just want to talk to you on the phone. Just You can turn what everything show? off. Oh, I'm doing a podcast. Oh, that sounds fun. Well, you're, you're, we're recording you right now, but obviously I don't think I'll play. Uh, I don't think we're going to play it. I mean, it's oh, I hope a, not. Sounds it's just like a, a personal conversation. We're just shooting the shit about razor blades. You know, it fucking reminds me, like, if you had a, if people might think if we played this that, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, can you imagine, like, uh, Harry, that if, like, we played this and then people are like, that seems like an ad. Oh. <laughs> it does uh, seem like an ad, the way we're that's, talking. That's if a you think about it. A, a little bit, a but but I could see someone. You know what I mean? It sounds like. Wait, are they doing an well, app? Well, I, I could see somebody saying the world is flat, but of course we know it's round. Go to Harry's though. Harry's dot com. Enter in the coupon code Todd T O D D. I guess you get five dollars off. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Anyway, I just look. Do you see the way I do that when I read that? Like other companies, they're like, "Don't say uh, no." Harry's, you guys are cool. You don't give a shit. Uh, honestly, Todd, we don't care. Do you guys jiggle we peanuts when you care. walk around? I do. I knew it. You Look, sound Todd, like you do. Todd, I... Why I, you so you have a pocket watch over there? Yeah, yeah. Shut up. I, I, like, I like to do stuff in a fancy way. Listen, I was supposed to die when I was 12 years old. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was sentenced to death. <laughs> sentenced to death? <laughs> sentenced to death for creating an affordable razor that looks uh, real good. <laughs> I lived in a different country then. Paul. And I, I mean, to Harry, <laughs> Harry, I got to go because I got to close my show. This, you know what I love about it when a bit, this bit is 90% explainable. I took a call sure. during the show. That's right. And then I went off and it's obviously, but it got a, I got a little lost there yeah, for a while, I'm but a I'm back. in the bit. You're, you're back. We, we, we understand our roles. <laughs> yeah, we're both. I you're took a you call. You're you and me. I have Harry's on the phone. You're Todd. I'm Harry's. Hey, that Harry. Is my, that is I, my full name, by the way. Harry, I Harry's. do have to go. Harry's close shave. Listen, uh, Todd, it was great talking to you as it always is. I always like talking to I you. I look forward to our next picnic. Uh, you mm. know what? I, I hope that uh, it's okay if next time I bring a six-pack of the old core, silver bullet, and we can sit by a waterfall, we can have our sandwiches, and we can uh, drink some silver bullets and just reminisce about razor blades. Well, it's always fun talking to you, Harry. Well, Todd, I got to go. I thanks gotta, for being a part of the show. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Yeah, I wish you would. You, I'm, being, I'm being totally genuine with you. I, I, I would expect nothing less. Well, there, were, there was mostly, mostly when a lot of the ads are brought my way. Right. You know, they'll bring, uh, I only said no twice, honestly. Mm-hmm. I said, eh, I don't really know what this is. I don't want to use it. And then I've done a few. But Harry's, like, I feel like I feel like we're a family. I feel like there's something. That, like, the listeners know I really care about cool-looking packaging. So when I saw that, and then I go, well, well, who cares if it? Yeah, it's the best packaging in the world. I did think it would not be that good of a shave, to be honest. I thought it's one of these. Then too I good sha- to be true. A lot of people think it's too good to be true. I, I shaved. And can I play this from you? Yeah. Um, I gave my I had one blade I got and then I gave the second one to Jake Jake called me on the phone and we have it I'm going to play it okay. left a message on my voicemail he was crying he was crying Weeping. can I play it can I play it for you now sure I'd love to he was like this is the I best insist thing. you play it this is the best all my bits if you don't play it I'll be mad he was crying he goes this is the best shave I ever got he started like crying I felt bad I never played this but this is genuinely okay play it Jake play it uh, I know you're not embarrassed 
This is him. Now, is this on your hey, answering machine? Is the, uh, is the dialing uh, and the dial tone? Yeah, the dial. He oh, left okay. it all. It's strange. Play it again from the beginning. Yeah, can we play it back from the beginning? Play it again. Sure. We're going to... I was just, just so confused as to why a voicemail would have a dial tone and then the dialing sound on Well, we it. got it from his phone. Oh, I see. I see. Well, that's strange. No, if it so was... it's a voice, a voicemail that he left, but you retrieved it from his phone. Yeah, it makes sense, Paul. If you would stop, you know, you... Okay. you, you so he got on the old landline. Wait, who, who, Harry, I he mean. Harry, old... shit, I want to do this no, bit no, no. right. So, so Jake got on the old landline, uh, mm-hmm. so that's, there's a dial tone. So you hear the dial tone. Push button. Uh, yeah, he phone. has an old phone. I know, yeah. that's fucked up. Absolutely. And then, um, and then somehow you retrieved uh, the audio, including <laughs> the beginning of the call, oh. where he picks up the phone and dials. That's right. And... Ah! Now, this is very curious. I What I do is I, I don't want to miss Todd, who's had, the, who's had the background? I hear somebody talking. That's Jake. That's the guy who does all the, oh, okay. does all the things up going into the voicemail. Uh, Certainly. What I do is I just record myself leaving voicemails. That way, in case anything happens in the background, I want that to be in the that's voicemail. Very smart. So that's then I'll send smart. that in. That's very smart. So that's where the dial That's where the dial I can't argue with that if you, Well. I'm going to start doing the same thing. Play, play the. Uh, I'm going to get myself an old 1970s push button off his phone. I put it over Make there. sure I record all of my outgoing calls. Jake wouldn't from lie. From the beginning of Paul, picking up the phone. Who, oh, wait. I, I want to get it right. This is not Paul. Uh, Harry. Well, yeah, Harry, that's what we, yo, you know. Go for Harry. You know, why does every bit have to make sense? I don't think my listeners give a shit. It's a good call, Todd. It makes enough sense. We, we, right. But I love getting back to it. I love getting back to it. Let's get back to it's it. Nice Harry. It's foundation. Yes, Todd. Oh, you got to go. Can somebody let uh, Gabe out real quick? Can you let him out? Yes, yeah, sure. Real quick. I think we can. Uh, listen, Harry. Yeah. I got to go. Bye, Todd, Gabe. Gabe's leaving. Thank Todd, you, Gabe. It was, it was tell Gabe I said goodbye. Todd, it's always great talking to okay, you. Okay, so I got to say goodbye because we're going to close the show, and I don't know how I'm going to close the okay. show. Well, let, let me get off the phone. You get off the phone. Um, I got I got stuff to do. I got razor blades to grind out. You know, I'm over here in Germany in this, uh, this drive factory. Ivy covered? Well, yeah, I mean, there's like uh, Let me picture it the way I want to picture sure, it. Sure. It's sure. Ivy covered? What's it have, like big barn doors, like when you open it, and then there's all this cool... It's got big graham cracker doors. Oh, Um, Oh, yeah, it's graham cracker. There's no ivy, but there are gumdrops that are green. I like it. Um, Let's see. I got to go. There's a terrible witch that lives in the the basement. Does she have anything to do with me? No, 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 no. This is the the factory. She has nothing to do with the razor blade manufacturer, but she is constantly trying to lure children in there to eat. Can I tell you something? What I love about you, Harry, good for business. A, a lot of people. It's, well, it hasn't hurt us yet. Oh. What the fuck? Oh, that's my wife. I locked her out of the house. Is that him? Yeah. Did he leave something? Uh, hey, Harry. I'm calling long distance. By the way, I mean, come on. What do you mean? My name's Germany. Todd. No, this is. I'm Harry. But you said, hey, it's. Uh, you said, I'm hey. reminding you that I'm right. here. here. Here's what I want you to. I'm going to let okay. you decide, Harry. Yeah. Right. We have to close the show. Paul's our guest. Paul, by the way, thank you for being cool. Oh, absolutely. I know I'm sitting on the phone in front of you. It's the rudest thing I could do, and I'm so sorry. It's we're in the totally middle of, we're, cool. Harry, we're mi- literally totally cool. in the middle of a show. I'm not even joking around. Oh, we, well, I've, I'm embarrassed that I've uh, taken up so much of your time. No, I'm happy to talk to you. But, Paul, oh, I just I got nervous with Paul because he's – but we have to go, and sounds, I wanted to close – Paul sounds like he's filled with rage for the wrong reasons. No, I don't think so. No, he's right. Harry's right. All right, listen. Harry. Yeah. We're, we have to close. Yo. How do you want Paul to close the show? Do you, you think singing is a good idea? I love when Paul sings. All right. Do you really live with Juice Bargini? Sure, I do. Is that true? Yeah. Can I talk well, to you him? You gotta live somewhere. Oh, you want to talk to him? Yeah. Hold on, put him on. Genie. <laughs> Phone. <laughs> How 
Oh my god. I love him. Who is there? It's Todd. Todd. From oh, the, customer. From, <laughs> from the gym. Hello. How you doing? I you know what? What? I'm having one of those days. You know what? That's remember that's why I asked you that. That's that right. Day. Hey it listen. Bond us forever. Now your soul is mine. Would you like to sing a song to close our show out? You'd have to do it over the phone, but I, I think... was hoping you would ask me. <laughs> Why is it so? Oh, uh, hey, do, do, how's the gym? How's the? Uh, by the way, everything. Uh, how, how is everything going at the gym at the Jewish people Park? People ask for cup for water. They want me to point out where bathroom is. I hate them. I curse them and spit on them. Well, can I, Jewish Park? It's not your job. Can I? Who's that? That's my. That's no, 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 no need to worry. Uh, listen, is it Jake? It's Jake. Tell Jake I say yell hi. yell at you. That's what. Oh. oh. It's Jake from good. the show. Tell Jake I say hi. Hey, uh, Juice Bar says hi. Oh, tell, tell Jake. Well, uh, just tell him yourself. Tell Jake Juice Bar Genie say, uh, uh, hey, I don't know where the bathroom is. Why don't you get yellow pages? He'll know what it means. Yeah. Right, it's funny. I, it's he funny hears job. you. He hears you. I have you. You're, you're oh, going okay. through the podcast. All right. All right. Listen. Um. Would you close? Uh, uh, how's the, how is it doing? The gym is it, is the is the juice bar? You're not. Uh, you oh. know. Can I give you advice? Sure. Why why don't you ask me questions? Remember don't that? let me answer. Then give me advice. You're right. You're right. Because I know good you're... for business. Because because I'm going to criticize you a little. Oh no, kidding. Well, remember that day I said. Uh, let me ask you. Have you ever thought about doing something else other than that? Remember the day when I said having one of those days and you touched you a little. Forever etched in my brain. Well, but you liked it that I said that. It made me feel less alone in the world. So maybe I have something else I could tell you. Okay, better be good to top having one of those days. That's not. I mean, I have other I stuff mean, that like is that. Number one with a bullet. I have other stuff like that. <laughs> I'd like to hear you try. This isn't as simple like a phrase, but maybe it's worth giving someone a cup of water here and there because then they're if I go somewhere and someone gives me happily you're not, are you listening because I feel like you're not listening <laughs> I, oh my no, oh, come. teeth hurt from grinding yeah, you're just you're a full grown adult what would be why wouldn't you try it if it doesn't work next time someone asks for a cup of water you can always not do it in a month. You can go, yeah, it's not working. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now, not doing it. So fast forward, one, one month later, okay. not doing it. There was someone that asked. I was there one day, and this is it, no big deal. They asked you for change, and you were like, I'm not a cashier. Like, what would be so wrong if you changed a dollar for somebody? Because then word gets out, just bar genius a week. <laughs> you can get water from him, treat him like he is oasis in desert. All right, here's what I'd like you to do. Then we're gonna. Oh, let... okay. Your wish is my command, obviously. Oh, <laughs> I am a genie. I forgot. <laughs> so I guess technically that is true. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yes, sure. The peanut I'm butter book to you. The peanut butter uh, smoothie you make. Yes, with I make with many packs of Jif to go. Will you say fresh peanut butter, in-house peanut butter, made? That's right. But I see that. I'll edit this out, but I see, you know you're on the podcast. I see the GIF bottle. You, that's not homemade. Is that, is that, it's in my house. No, no, but is that GIF you're using or is it homemade? It's GIF that's in my house. That's not really homemade. In-house peanut butter. It does have a point. Do yeah. words have meaning, Todd? 
You try to play semantics with me, you're going to lose, little boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'd like to find a song to go to close with. And let, let's, sure. Paul, come come to the mic for one second. I'm sorry. Oh, sure. We're gonna have to just say goodbye to you no, first. I, I think. totally understand. Is that all right? I never should have been. First of all, you were great. No, no, you should have been here. And I and I hope you're. I hope everything's uh, is good seeing you as always. I'm trying to close. I'm trying to wrap up. Hey, this before show. you do close, I just want you know the prom is coming up soon. So I know uh, we forgot about that. Yeah. So it is a, oh you know, shit, time what time of year is it? for everybody? Okay, we'll we'll do it next week. Here's what we're gonna do next week, and I want that person that to know that could be too late for him. No, 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 no. It's he, it, okay. there's time. There's time. I asked someone the other day when the promise. I spoke to. Um, no, no. What are you talking? Hold about? on. <laughs> I spoke to a kid, Jackson, that came to my show in Vancouver, and he had to ask a girl to the prom. So I lod, I got all these songs ready to play for him, Jackson. We're gonna do it for you next week. So just hold tight. So this this. I, I'm pretty sure high school, he came with his parents to the show in Vancouver, mentioned casually, hey, and I'm like, I'll do that for you. And then I get into it. I was going on the internet finding, I even found a song that was in his girl, that has his girlfriend's name in it. So next week, Wait, talk about a tease. What was his dilemma? He had to ask somebody? A girl or... to the prom. But he had a girlfriend. Uh, yes. He just wants, instead of him asking the girl for Oh, no, no, no. Not his prom. girlfriend. Not a girlfriend. I'm sorry. Not a girlfriend. This story is getting very convoluted. <laughs> well, it was two weeks ago. No, but I remember it. Not a girlfriend. He wants a girl that he wants to ask to the prom. I see. And he's going to have her listen to the show. So okay. we're going to do it a big time next week for you, Jackson. <laughs> All right? Okay. Does that make sense now? It makes sense. It makes total it's, sense. It's a, uh, yeah. It's weird that I want to do it because no, I got obsessed with finding songs. It's weird that a crazy unstructured podcast like this. He would say, you have to listen to this thing. Because you, are you going to get to it right away? Next week. No, in the podcast is what he means, Todd. Are you going to get to it right away in the podcast? Oh, well, we can like, just how, no, how, we can how much bullshit does this girl have to wait through <laughs> to hear these songs? Yeah, that's what I meant. Next week. Okay, Paul. By the way, Juice Bargini. Even- Yellow. Even though it was aggressive, yeah. I thought you – I didn't know what you Todd, you know me. I'm an aggressive me. guy. Let me ask you a question. No bullshit. Not you, taken. Like, I like – do you like me? Oh, customer. Well, just when you say that, it doesn't make me – say, oh, customer? You are a fellow who has had profound impact on my life. <laughs> and I feel as if sometimes you are – only one who <laughs> truly understand <laughs> just Bargini. Wow, Todd. That's heavy. Well, why are you crying? <laughs> All right, that's phony. <laughs> don't, don't ignore him. The doctor said Who is funny crying? It's, talk to him. Someone is funny crying in the background. I'm turning my mic off. You deal with him. Was it not a serious moment? Who is crying? Listen, fake crier. It was not a big You try to have a juice bar and you t- deal with people who are less than dirt, who ask you for a cup of water, direction to bathroom, change like you are human ATM machine, and then you have reason to cry. Would you sing a song? Well, of course. Okay, what song do you want to sing? It was real. It was a little real. What, the, what, what are the choices for him? I mean, how does he know? Uh, what, are, what, what do we have? I just I'm like it. Waiting. <laughs> Good podcasting, guys. Look, a juice bar. Do you have any special? Do you have any Sunny and Share? 
I sing so soundly. Can you do both parts? Sure, I can. I'm okay. very versatile. Hey, How about I do it with Paul? Oh, but if, does, if Paul wants to do it. Is it I Got You, Babe? Yeah. What else would it be? Yeah, what else would it be? <laughs> oh, what's my second favorite Sunday and Cher song? <laughs> there you go, Juice Bar. Follow-up song, I Still Got You, Babe. You listen to music ever? I listen to music constantly. What's your what, what song? I see you list play music at the at the gym, but you're, you're... I like my two favorite songs: Taps and the National Anthem. <laughs> On a loop. Yep. One after the other. Taps That's my that. favorite playlist. You know what? That per- that might be all right with me. Taps and National Anthem certainly inspire you. Two good songs, two different moods. Yep. Well, listen, I want to thank uh, uh, thank you, Paul, for coming by. Of course, Juice Bar. Thanks for being on the phone with us. Love to Harry. Those blades. Hey there, Todd. Keep using Harry's blades. Shave yeah. your face, shave your legs, shave whatever the fuck you want. Oh, that's your new slogan. That's what someone told me. That's just the way I live. I should think. I think that should be on a coin. You should, Garth Brooks should say that. <laughs> just the way I. We're just making good blades because that's just who we are. I wish Garth Brooks would curse more. I'm just fucking making good blades because that's who we fucking are. It's all in my root and in my day and digging my brain. Live with the deer and the deer and the deer. Deer and the deer. I got blurking, smirking, working in my burking dirt. Fuck it. Who cares? It's not so great. Did Brooks just walk into your studio? Yes, that's him singing. I got friends in. Put some reverb in there. I think it would have sounded better. <laughs> yes, reverb solve all problems. All right, so here we go. Juice bar, take it home, Paul. Okay. Little uh, Sonny and Cher. And by the way, everybody. Go fuck yourself. It's a real show. Oh, this is a real show. It's, it's a real show. show. I... Good jingle, Joe. I heard that. Play it word. again. We'll play it again because you can't hear every it's word. A real show. This is a great one. Joe, we love them all. Don't stop. Don't get mad. Not that one. It's a real show. It's a real right. show. Did you want the song to happen? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Paul. I know we went a little over, and I know you Paul, have a... why don't you start? You got it. Can we come in again a little, uh, oh. little, a little smoother? It sounds better when we play it back. Mom, that's true. <laughs> Anything's funny with that. This will be okay, I Got go. You, Babe, Just in the fading. style of Sonny and Cher. Perfect. Perfect. They'd say we're young and we don't know. We won't find out until we grow. I don't know if all that's true Cause you got me And baby I got you Babe I got you babe I got you babe They say our love won't pay the rent Before it's earned Our money's always spent I guess that's so, we don't have a plot, but at least I don't think that's right of all the things we got, babe. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. You're doing a good job. I got flowers. 
in the spring And I got you To wear my ring And when I'm sad You're a clown And if I can I got you to hold my hand. Oh, I came in too early. <laughs> hold my hand. I got you to understand. I got you to walk with me. I got you to talk with me. I got you to kiss goodnight. I got you to hold me tight. I got you, I won't let go. Yeah, sorry about that. There was more in the screen, but Todd just faded it out. It was almost over. I mean, there's about 18 more. I can. Well, there we go. Thanks, Juice Bargini. You're welcome, total stranger. <laughs> Goodbye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.